L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. Let's go, stinking genius. I'm so crabby. I am so crabby. I, your Wildcats won? Dude, how I many mean, people could say that they lost the, the Super Bowl and the World Series in the same weekend? Uh, you you kind of got over your skis a little on both. But listen, yeah, yeah. I'll give you some time to get uncrabby as we broadcast tonight live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers, TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be because uh, the Chiefs are still putting on a clinic, and we're joined oh. right off the top by our man Matt Verderam from Fansided. He's got a lot of post-game responsibilities uh, as soon as this game wraps up, so he was kind enough to still find time for us. And just, I mean, excellence of execution. I think that was a WWE wrestler's line. Maybe Mr. Perfect, <laughs> Kurt Henning. But this has just been a clinic tonight for the Chiefs, Matt, after what was, I think it's fair to say, a, a, a massive disappointment last week. Uh, offensively, yeah, you couldn't ask for any more than this. They haven't punted. Uh, they, they've only not scored points on one drive, and they, they immediately got the ball back on the next play. Um, listen, defensively, they got to they got to finish it off here with you know 10 minutes to go. That being said... Yeah, I mean, Mahomes has been efficient. They've run the ball better than they've run the ball in probably a year and a half. Uh, no exaggeration. So, look, I think if you're, you know, if you're Pat from Mahomes and Chiefs, provided you don't have a meltdown here in the last 10 minutes, you feel very good, especially when you look at the rest of the division. And, frankly, I, I don't know who you look at and say that team is going to get to 11-12 wins. It seems like a division that's somewhat disappointed to this juncture. I was going to say, are you surprised that the division, um, a lot of us thought it'd be the toughest division in football. It's not nearly yeah. as close as that. Are you surprised it's as pedestrian as it is or what? I am. I am. Look, you know, look, I, I think the Raiders are actually a little better than their record. I, I think defensively they have some issues, but the Raiders have been in these very weird games so far. I mean, if they just beat the Cardinals, they're doing too, right? So, 
I think the Raiders are actually a little better now. I think the the Broncos might actually be a little worse than their record. The Broncos have been the Broncos have been bad. Uh, I don't know if there's any way around that. They just have not played well uh, to this point. But look, they're two and two, so they're in it. The Chargers are bizarre as always, but they're two and two. The problem with the Chargers are hurt. Yeah. Uh, but you know, you look at the AFC. And I think a lot of us thought, yeah, they'll get three teams in the playoffs. No, I think one comes out of the South. Then you got Baltimore and Cincy. You got your Dolphins and the Bills. I think it's only going to be two teams out of the West. So, Matt, let's go on the flip side of this. Should Buccaneer fans be worried a little bit? Uh, uh, and now, again, they're scoring points tonight, but they're now, right. as we as we come to you live tonight, 17. But should Buccaneer fans be a little bit worried with this performance tonight? No, I don't think so. Look, they're going to be fine. You know, this is a staple with Brady, you know, all the way back to New England. And even the year they won the Super Bowl in Tampa, where they start out, they're kind of so-so. Then all of a sudden they get going, and they find their groove. Look, this has been a really hard start, too, for them. I mean, let's be realistic. They they got the Chiefs on a week where Mahomes is trying to do everything he can to win a game. Um, You know, it's a a week where, you know, Mahomes is just in in an absolute heater at the moment. And then on top of that, I think you've got to look at it and say, realistically, who's beating them out in the division, right? So you're, you're going to win the division. The conference isn't good. Who's in the NFC that scares you for Tampa? Philly? Right. Okay. Who else? I mean, and I don't even know Philly scares you for Tampa. So, I mean, the Packers won today. They looked awful. And you look at everybody. I mean, again, who is it? Is it the Rams? Is it, is it, is it Minnesota? I just don't see the team. Matt, I'm going to give you a weird analogy here, okay? You know, I love doing this stuff to you. Uh, let's say you go to a don't, doctor. Don't get yourself fired. Yeah. <laughs> let's say you go to a doctor. One went to Harvard. One went to the University of Arizona. And the guy from Harvard <laughs> just can't just can't help you. But the guy from Arizona seems to help you. And I go, what are you doing? You can't go to the guy. You can't go to the guy from Arizona. You got to go to the guy from Harvard because he went to Harvard. Uh, how many more games does Cooper Rush have to win before we say you got to make him the starter? Right? I don't care where oh, he's from. Come Stop on it. now. Stop it. I've known you for a lot of years. This is one of your worst takes. Stop it. <laughs> this is, first of all, by the way, my cousin went to the University of Arizona and loved the guy. I wouldn't go to a doctor from the University of Arizona. <laughs> uh, just based off knowing him. So, by the way, can, uh, not that I know we're live doing this. Why are the Buccaneers punting right now with eight minutes to go no down idea. 17 points? I have no like, idea. I get it fourth and 21, but this doesn't seem like the best idea in the world. Um, no, you know what? Look. Cooper Rush has done a great job. He's yes, done a good, he great job. But is, he, but is he better than Dak? No. No, 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 no. Like, well, what are the records? You, I think he's 3-0 and and Dak is 0-1. Am I correct on that or what? Uh, yes, you are okay. correct on that. Thank I, you. Thank I, I you. don't know that tells the whole story. Uh, I, I think if you are Dallas, you're very happy that you have a good solid backup quarterback and you leave it at that. And if you're Cooper Rush, you feel really good and you say, hey, you know what, maybe when I hit free agency, some team will pay me. But – uh, I think you're, just, you, you're very happy with where you are. Uh, and, look, I give the Cowboys credit. I'll throw up my hand. When Dak got hurt, I, I sat here and said, they're done. Yeah. I mean, they're 3-1. Yeah. They're, they're and one. They're playing really good ball. They get the Rams next week in an interesting game. But, hey, you know, we talked how bad the AFC West has been. The NFC East is the opposite. They have three teams that have won at least three games. So who would have thought? <laughs> Matt, we'll let you go on this. Um, how good can these Eagles be? Because – I mean, they tried to, to to fall into an early hole today and still work yeah. their way out of it. It was and in nasty conditions. They're really good. Look, the, the only question I have about Philadelphia, and I've, I've been big on Philly. I thought I wrote a whole piece about how I thought they're the best offseason in football. Um, 
The question I have is when they play an upper echelon quarterback, what does that look like? Because they've played Trevor Lawrence, who's been better, but I don't think anybody would say he's like a top-ten player right now. And then you've played Carson Wentz, who, who Carson Wentz, he's going to be on another team next year, the way he's going. Oh. Um, Kirk Cousins on Monday night is Carson Wentz just in purple. <laughs> and in week one, they played Goff. So that's the only thing. Like, they haven't played a team where you're like, that guy is going to be a problem. Now, the good, here's the good news for the Eagles. Look around the conference. Who's that guy? I mean, how many guys like that are you going to see? You know, Dak is, Dak's a legitimate borderline top ten guy. You know, there's Rodgers, who's not playing particularly well, but he's still great. Brady, Stafford, that's it. So, look, I think the Eagles are really good. I don't think they're a fluke. I think they're going to be right there fighting for you know, top seeding. Uh, they're a really fun team to watch. Matt, we enjoy your time. Appreciate it. Know you're busy tonight, but thanks yep. for still shoehorning us in here on Fox Sports Radio. Anything for you guys. Thank you for the flexibility. This yeah, no worries, Thanks, man. Matt. Take right care. off the top, Matt Verderam, uh, mm-hmm. only slot he had. And uh, Bo Benson, who is sitting in tonight, I don't know if he's the full-time guy with us on Sunday night. We fired Danny G because he was a Raiders fan. We don't have losers on this show. Again, um, you don't have the power to fire anyone. That's what um, you think. Well, then why don't we have a weekday show? <laughs> why don't you put your Look, powers to good use? I'm very crabby today. Then. Like I said, I lost the Super Bowl and the World Series in one day. The Mets you lost the one Mets, game, and the, the Mets, Mets have killed been taking me. The, the entire second half. All we had to do was season. win today, and we were up three to one. We win today. We win the division. We don't have to play. We don't have to beat the Dodgers until a seven game series. Now it may work out. Now we only have to beat the Dodgers three of five. So that, that may be an argument. And actually, yeah, I was gonna say. Yeah. I'd rather play them in a shorter series with that staff that looked horrible, horrible for yeah. the, for the Mets the last few. I, I this What's is horrible, my favorite the thing Mets about staff you. or Oklahoma football. No, we're not good right now, but I, I'd still say better than the Mets staff. Um, here's what I don't get about yes, you. Yes, yes. All baseball season, mm-hmm. you never talk baseball. Never want to talk baseball. If I bring it up, talk, I need my kid Schaefer Shea Stadium. I'm but, Mr. but again, I, I'm making a I'm point. Mr. Matt. No, well, but you're not. Anytime I try to talk baseball, they're, oh, you're getting, we're fi- you're fired, you're fired. Then all of a sudden, it's week what four of the NFL season, and you want to talk about I, how miserable I, you are over baseball? I don't get out of here with the, that. The, the name of this show is Fox Football Sunday. That's have right. You, have you heard of it? I don't. Yes, know. Yes, that's right. Then why are you trying to talk baseball? And about well, because it's misery. the end of the season. Let me get let me get two minutes in on how aggravated I am about my Mets. Come on now. Well, listen, uh, you talk about how aggravated your Mets are. I can quit. I can start talking about how tired I am of everyone cramming this home run race to see who has the fifth greatest home run single season of all oh, time down no, my throat no, or I'm, wherever it is. I'm sick of everybody talking oh about gosh. how great the, the the Brave fans make me sick to my stomach. The way they're celebrating, you would have thought they won the World Series today. I I just wanted to barf watching them. It was sickening. In fairness, I don't think Brave fan has stopped talking gas since they won the World Series. So. Kudos to them, but listen, no stop. Kudos. Get get over, get over your 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 tears on your Mets. You saw okay, this. Okay, what, what about my Dolphins? I, we lost two of God knows how long. We lost him. I can't take Teddy B anymore. I'm sorry, even though he played okay. Um, I I just can't. I can't do with that. I like uh, like Singleton. Singletary said, "Can't do it. Can't win with him." Can't do it. Got to. I got to get somebody else. Go get yeah. Cooper Rush. I mean, you're all in love oh. with him now. You think he should be the guy in Dallas? So go get you some Cooper Rush. I or- forgot the guy's name. Who I tweeted out on on Thursday night. Who I wanted to get in? Uh, Thompson, right? 
well done. Do you, do you know where he played college ball? I forgot you brought you brought this up last week or two That's weeks right. ago. Skyler Thompson. Skyler Thompson. He's their third him. stringer. He played at Kansas State. That's he's, right, Kansas State. He's really good. That's my guy. That's my That's, guy. Well, <laughs> he might not be your That's guy once he gets in there. <laughs> All of a sudden, he implodes too. But you know, here's if if you want to start there, and and we've talked about this forty one twenty four domination that's currently going on with what a little under six minutes to go in the game chiefs are rolling the tampa bay buccaneers will hit all of week four uh i'm sure that we've all been concussion conversated conversated yes. out right oof, and, and that's oof. not to minimize it it's just everyone wants to act like they care about concussions and then they don't want to do anything about it mm. until something like that right. happens but I, I i just i guess even going back to last week, I still don't know how they cleared him quick enough to get him out there on Thursday. It kind of blew my mind. Well, I, I, I do have a question for you. If he didn't have a concussion the first time, the one where he was all wobbly. Right. His uh, back. I, right. I, yeah, the back. Um, do you think it would have stopped him from getting a concussion just on, on Thursday? Is that what people think? Because that, that's not true whatsoever. So I, that's what I can't. That, that's no, what, no, no, he, he yeah. wouldn't have played is the point. No, I understand that, but just because he got one on that first week doesn't mean that's the that contributing factor to why he got one on Thursday is uh, is what I'm saying. No, uh, are, are 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 you not understanding concussion protocol? He, your boy wobbled back to the huddle. It was a last bad back Sunday. Then. Yeah, yeah. You still want to? You still subscribe to that? No, but, no. I guess the, okay. they, they fired the doctor that said that. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. They, well, they made the neurosurgeon the scapegoat yeah. on this. But who would have thought I know more than a neurosurgeon? Well, you don't. But it's <laughs> it, it's funny because I, I mean, your idea that hey, that didn't mean that he wouldn't or, or that he would have still not got a concussion or whatever you're trying to paint it as. But in a short week, probably wouldn't have been out there, right, and right. thus you would still have as you have put it, your Super Bowl run intact, Arnie, um, and you might still have your quarterback available. But because for whatever unknown reason they kind of rushed him out there, you end up with a situation that your dude's out for a minute. I mean, I don't see him playing for a couple. I know he flew back with the team, but, I mean, come on, this is going to be a minute, right? Well, I, I was thinking that maybe he'd play something against the Jets. You know what? You're probably right. He might. So I don't even I don't want to pretend to act like I understand the concussion protocol anymore right, because right. there's people that go in it and they're in it for months and you never really understand why. And then there's dudes that you see get rocked like we saw Tua get rocked. And the next thing you know, he's out there the next week. I mean, everyone wants to act like they care about the concussion protocol until a, it affects their team, their bets or their fantasy team. So I'm sure that you're in that category of you don't want it to affect your team. Get your wobbly ass back out there to and no, place some football. Look, I That's mean, what you it, sound like well, right now. but it, it is concerning. There's no doubt about that. I would, I mean, of course, he wasn't going to be able to come back out there on Thursday. That that just wasn't going to happen. You, you saw the way he was uh, carted off, and it was it was very scary. There's no doubt about that. But um, how many days do you need? Um, you know, what, what's the protocol here? Uh, three days, five days, seven days? I mean, uh, from Thursday to the following Sunday, you're talking, what, about 10, 11 days. So uh, if he's okay and he's cleared, uh, why not get back out there? It's, it's strictly up to him and the team, I guess. Well, yeah, and uh, you know all eyes are going to be on it because Dr. Arnie wants him back out no, there, but and so what, does everyone else. You know what? I'm, I'm being serious here. 
we're all concerned about concussions, and rightfully so, but yet we tell other stories and laugh like it's a rite of passage. You know what I mean? Like um, the Ronnie Lott story. He cut his finger off to well, play in the second half, right? We, we tell that story every year like, it, like it's a badge of courage, um, which was completely disgusting. Could you imagine if somebody did that today? We'd say, what are you doing, man? You can't do something like that. That's crazy. Again, not a concussion. Understand your point, yeah. But yeah, I, I think it's it's really interesting because you'll have people that will come on here and say, "Can't believe that Kyler Murray sit out. All he had was a hurt shoulder. What is he doing?" Well, it's, it's reasons like this, and other times, hey, oh boy, play through back pain or whatever it might be. Because if you sit, you're soft, right? If you miss time, and not everyone's making you know thirty million dollars a year. You're easily replaced. So I, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I don't agree with the, the finger-cutting-off analogy, but I understand what you're getting at, right? Right, you, right, right. We, we want to talk, oh, look how tough he is playing through pain, but then we want to try to act like we truly care whenever a guy well, gets scrambled on a play like that. Well, then, then, uh, then uh, the other end, when I hear, like, DeGrom has to leave the game because he's he, he's got a blister on his finger. I'm like, okay, now come on, man. You got to suck it up, Buttercup. Yeah, I don't care. You got to put a Band-Aid on it. Let's go. They have those bitches. I, I don't want to hear you have to leave because you got a blister. Well, I mean, for a pitcher, a blister can I know, be a I know, rather but big deal. But, I, but again, it's that, it's that underlying theme in all of this, right? Everyone wants to act, oh, my gosh, take care of these players. But as soon as it affects your bet... As soon as it affects your team or as soon as it affects your fantasy team, you're like, well, I didn't think it was that bad. What's the protocol? We get them back out there. Let's go. That's that's really what this all comes down to. It, everyone wants to be outraged until it affects them. That's that's kind of how I look at the concussion conversation in the NFL. Then you need some doctors to make sense of it all for us. Right. Or some neurosurgeons. That's yeah, what I exactly. feel like. Well, the Dolphins, I think if, the, if, the, if he's not going to be ready for the jet game, um, they'll have to start Teddy B. I guess Thompson's going to be the back up and I don't know I'd start looking for a quarterback just in case of emergencies just in case something goes on or you know there's a reason why he can't come back in a week or two um just to have somebody uh, close to the roster put him on the practice squad or something everybody in the bay area still trying to trade Jimmy or or not oh. you're gonna go get your Jimmy G all nah, right I'm all Jimmy G'd out I stay away from Jimmy G I'm, I'm done with him for crying out loud we've had a great Sunday of the National Football League including uh a rookie getting an opportunity while I don't know. Essentially a rookie bounces back in the fourth quarter to give the Jets a much needed win. Um, will we get some drama late in Sunday night football? Maybe not, but Tampa Bay Buccaneers hit pay dirt, cut this thing to 10. Uh, there is only one winless team left in the National Football mm. League and quite a statement made in the rain in Philadelphia. That and much more coming up on an action-packed episode. Arnie and Plank right here on Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a new podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? 
along with my fellow pro bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up on game, we're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up on Game with me, LeVar Arrington, TJ Hushmanzada, and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Sarni and Plank on Fox Sports Radio coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. I have a coaching question real quick. Yeah. Why, when you're down 10 with like four minutes to go in the game, why not at least try an onside kick, Arnie? I mean, I, I, I get it. You had him in third and short with 240, but, I mean, you're down two scores. Why, why, why not at least attempt something to get the football back? Why would Todd Bowles not onside kick there to give the Buccaneers a chance? Now this game's over. I agree 100%. And what I don't understand is, and, and it seemed like they recovered onside kicks more. So back in the day, and I hate to say that, but you may have to start squibbing it up the middle instead of going to one side. I mean, if they're going to go ahead and have like, what, six on one side and five on the other, why not go up the middle where there's only going to be two uh, from each side closest to you and then everybody converge in the middle? Try something different, you know? Raiders should have recovered their onside kick today. Yeah. Did you see that? Oh, no, my I didn't gosh. see that one. No. So um, I, I was rooting for you. I, if you went zero and four, I didn't think you were going to come in today. I mean, I, listen, I, 
I have a horse that I have to pay for, Arnie, so I'm always going to be here. There's never going to be a time when I don't come in because my team loses because I have a horse, I have three dogs, I have a wife who refuses to get a job. I got a lot going on, man. So I'm never going to miss the show. So you guys can drop that bit. But I was – I honestly thought that Russ would just suddenly catch fire, Russell Wilson today, and he did in the first half. Then in the second half, he seemed to remember he's Russell Wilson, I guess, negative 2.0. Oh. Dude, it, it, he's a, they're a hard watch right now. The Broncos, Matt Verderam hit it in the head. I said this about Tennessee, and they tried to blow the game against the Colts today, but the Broncos are a really hard watch right now, man. They're just not good. The bro, I told you that this was going to happen. Everybody's, oh, look at that. They're going to go ahead and win it every day, blah, blah, blah. Um, I'm like, I don't know. The guy's old, and um, you know, I don't think it's going to work out for him. He's never going to win, uh, win him a division title, and that's exactly what's going to happen, man. He looked, uh, you know, yeah, he had some good uh, moments, but uh, he's not going to lead them anywhere into uh, the playoffs. That won't happen. You know, it's weird. I was thinking about as, you know, just kind of playing a little Pepper here with all the big storylines of the day. It looks like the Chiefs are going to wrap this up. Uh, they're up 41-31 with, uh, I got a minute 48 left in the game right now. But it, it was it was a fun day because we had our overseas games, right? We had right. the game uh, in, what, England today? And so you had your 9 a.m., 8.30 a.m. Central start. Nine, yeah, 9.30 it was. my time, which yeah. is a great time for me. That's awesome. That I loved great, it. Yeah. And, and honestly, I, I would much rather have that happen more often than the Monday night doubleheaders or even the Thursday night games because it's such a quick turnaround. But yeah, the double doink that won that uh, game for the for the Vikings and Peter King still had the the Saints as the number one seed in the NFC. Not looking so great right now. But yeah, good pick there, Peter King. The number one team in the NFC is uh, one and three. Way to yeah. way to go out on the limb there. For that but one. Th- that was a fun start today. And and as always, that late that late or excuse me that early window, the late game is I think someone called it one time the witching hour on on Twitter, and it's kind of stayed with me. You had the Bills rally after an ugly game, and uh, Lamar Jackson throws the pick in the end zone, and the Bills get the field goal to win. Yeah, you had some ugly football, but some fun finishes, right? Jacksonville got the football back with a chance to go potentially tie the game, and they turned it over right away. It, It, You know, Matt mentioned it, so I'm just thinking about some of those early games, Arnie. It got me thinking. Do, do we really look up and say that's an elite team? I mean, Philly looks really good, but they've done it against some less than stellar squads, right? right. Now, Miami, who was rolling, and I'm not trying to diss on your Bengal or your uh, Dolphins, but now they've they've got an injury situation to worry about with their quarterback, who looked pretty good. I mean, but it goes th- to show you how good they are when you were watching. Um, what was going on between the Bills and the Ravens, considering the Dolphins beat both those teams? So. Arnie, listen, what? I know that you're all in on your Dolphins right now, but you have to accept that you didn't beat the Ravens. The Ravens beat themselves, and the Bills played without six defensive starters and still almost beat you. Um, I still don't know how you won that game. So, no, I didn't come away thinking, man, they're really good. I came away thinking, man, they're really lucky, and now they're in big trouble. I mean, would you put – look, the Giants are 3-1. and one. Yeah. Do you think they're a good football team? 
I think they're much better than they've been the last five, six years. And, yeah, I think they're a decent football team. And, hey, Bernie Fratto told us if you were going to bet a team to go from worst to first, take the Giants because of their schedule. I mean, I know that's not what you want to hear, but take the Giants because of their schedule. Okay. They're going to get better. I mean, yeah, I think they're an okay team. Okay. Well, okay is not someone you're picking to play in the NFC Championship game, right? No, no. They're not, I don't think they're going to make it in the NFC Cowboys Championship Cowboys are 3-1 with Cooper Rush. You think they're any good right now? I guess better than with Dak Prescott's the quarterback, okay. if that's what you're asking me. They're not better um, without that Dak Prescott. Minnesota's 3-1. and one. That a good football team to you? I mean, I think they're good. Right. You're struggling with all of these. I think you're making my point. The Rams are 2-1. and one. If they win tomorrow night, they're 3-1. and one. You feel like they're back to being elite? I mean. No, no, not exactly. at all. Exactly. No. I don't know who's good in the NFC. I, you know, no, typically I, we do after week four, we learn this. And we're going to do that later in the show. And I'm not trying to ruin the bit here in hour one. I have no idea who I truly like in the NFC. And listen, the Eagles are, are, are great and they're rolling right now. But it is, you have to understand that they've done it against the Lions who have no pass defense, the Vikings on Monday Night Football with Kirk Cousins is bad enough, but put him on Monday night, and he's like the worst player in NFL history. Then the Commanders, who are just done, and they tried to blow it against Jacksonville today. I mean, I liked him. Don't get me wrong. It's just... Man, it's hard to say, all right, this team is rising early on well, in the NFC. You're certainly not saying that about the Green Bay Packers, the way they struggled exactly. against. Exactly. Who was the quarterback? Frank Zappa? Was he the quarterback yeah. for the Patriots? I mean, Close, my God. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Bailey Zappi. But yeah, does I anybody understand know who Frank saying. Zappa is or no? Yeah, I think there's still a handful of people that do. Okay. But, I mean, even Aaron Rodgers said it. He's like, hey, winning like this is unsustainable. So we'll dive into it more in depth. But just help me out here tonight on Twitter at Stinking Genius One. I'm at Plank Show. Everyone should follow us at Fox Sports Radio. What am I missing? I don't feel like we've had a team uh, outside of maybe Philly that I look at in the NFC and go, oh, yeah, look out. Here they come. We'll do the same in the AFC coming up in just a bit. But first, ladies and gentlemen, Steve DeSager is in the house. What's going on, Steve? Hello, gentlemen. We've got a few seconds left before this Sunday night NFL game is official at Tampa Bay. Kansas City 41-31 in the lead as Patrick Mahomes with three touchdown passes and a late INT. Now his star tight end, Travis Kelsey, came into play tonight needing about 50 receiving yards to pass Rob Gronkowski and get into top five all time for receiving yards by a tight end. Well, Kelsey with nine receptions, 92 yards and a touchdown. And I like the, the clothesline, that guy. The TD. Uh, well, that was very nice. Is this is this some sort of holiday? Is my mic on? I'm not sorry. Not being nice to other My goodness. No, I just right I hate his the... antics the way, hey, we're dead, hey. That's right. Look, it... I wish I was playing defense. I'd take you out. Oh, that is a final now, 41-31. And it's a final. Arnie is a bad guy. Yes, Ka- Travis exactly. Kelsey scored his touchdown in the opening minute of play after the Bucks fumbled the opening kickoff return. But as far as receiving yards as a tight end in NFL history, Tony Gonzalez, Jason Wittner, 1-2. Then Antonio Gates and Shannon Sharp, and now number five, Travis really? Kelsey. Tom Brady with three touchdown passes, two to Mike Evans, but it is a final 41-31. Chiefs, who are now 3-1. and one. Buffalo 3-1 and one after coming back to win at Baltimore 23-20. The Bills trailed 20-3 late in the first half. Las Vegas beat Denver 32-23. Broncos running back Javante Williams was carted off with a knee injury, feared to be serious, according to NFL Network. Arizona won its game at Carolina 26-16. And at Green Bay, in overtime, the Packers beat New England 27-24. Pats are 1-3. Green Bay wins on a 31-yard field goal as time expired. 
Philadelphia 4-0 after beating Jacksonville 29-21. Miles Sanders, 134 yards rushing in two scores. The Jets won at Pittsburgh 24-20 with two touchdowns in the last eight minutes. The man who came off the bench to play quarterback in the second half, Kenny Pickett, attempted 13 passes and completed all of them. Ten to his own team and three to the Jets. Two of those weren't his fault on the INT. Yeah, one on the uh, overthrown uh, pass at the end, sure. Seattle won its game 48 45 at Detroit. Some people are really into trying to find a scoragami, as it's known, a final score that's never happened before. Yeah, we had one. Well, sure enough, the NFL says the Seahawks win over the Lions. 48 45 was the first such final nice. score wow. in NFL history. That? Atlanta and Dallas with home wins, Giants as well. Saquon Barkley, in fact, 31 carries, 146 yards, and a win over Chicago. And played quarterback for a bunch of plays today. Daniel Jones had two touchdown runs. Sprained ankle had to come back in because the backup to Rod Taylor suffered a concussion. Pro Football Talk immediately noted, if they're going to sign a backup quarterback for the game, aren't they playing in London next weekend? It's got to be somebody with a passport. Keep that in mind. True. Tennessee won at Indianapolis 24-17. Eli. Chargers. No, that's not you. The Chargers with a win. And Minnesota was in London today beating New Orleans 28-25. The Saints just, sorry to laugh, but the Saints just missed a 61-yard field goal attempt on the final play as it hits the upright and the crossbar and then bounces in the end zone for the L. Wisconsin fired head coach Paul Christ. Colorado fired coach Carl Durrell. Alabama is back to number one in the new college football polls, edging Georgia. Chase Elliott, the NASCAR winner at Talladega. And ladies and gentlemen, the MLB regular season ends this Wednesday afternoon, nah. and the first-place Braves now lead the Mets by nah. two games in the NL it's East. over. After a sweep, you know, the division winner is guaranteed the number 2 seed and a first-round bye next weekend. Meanwhile, the uh. Mets could be hosting, say, the Padres next weekend. But Padres lost at home but did clinch a wild-card bar berth when the Brewers lost in 12 at home. The Atlanta win tonight, by the way, 5-3 over the Mets, and Philadelphia won its game 8-1 at Washington. Washington, the Phillies lead Milwaukee for the last NL wildcard by two games with three to play. And kind of an odd note, there's an NBA exhibition going on right now in Phoenix, and the Suns are losing at home to the Adelaide 36ers. 77 to 70 and the Suns did play their starters for much of the first half we do have a sad note to pass along that a spectator at the Steelers game passed away at the stadium today after a fall on an escalator right after the loss a male spectator fell around 4 45 p.m eastern paramedics administered care on the site the victim was transported to the hospital in critical condition and died shortly thereafter the man's identity has not been released Mm. according to ap back to you thanks steve as uh, we come to you live tonight from the tire studios it's arnie and plank uh bo benson is in tonight teicher's running the show too huh so we get the sound drops let's go Therefore, yeah, I had to make some changes in the show. Sorry again. Stop trying to act like you're the boss. You can't. You're you not can't doing be anything to help you, us. You can't you're root fired. for losers and still be on this team. It just then still be. Why on the are show. you on this team? What do you mean? What? what who, who am I rooting for? Arizona, uh, Miami's three and one. What are you talking about? The Mets My Arizona Wildcats halfway to a bowl game. Halfway to a bowl game. It's funny. You're celebrating halfway to a bowl game. Everyone's ready to freak out about a team that's three and two. So, yeah, (laughs) good times. Um, Listen, I want to hit some tweets because there's a lot of good stuff that's already rolled into Twitter.com, which is 
truly the best way to interact and react to the program. And believe it or not, Arnie, some of it's going back to the start of the show when we brought up the Tua situation. How about this from Roberta? To some, he's last week's old news. Hardly. It was a despicable move by the owners and coaches. Tua tour, tour was in, still is, a life-or-death crisis. He's treated like a pawn in a win-hungry world. Please, no more Mike Dolphins, Arnie. Wow. Um, you know, I again, I, I understand what happened, but we do have to hold Tua somewhat responsible um, for coming back into the game two weeks ago and for playing in this one. He does have to speak up and say, hey, I – you know, I'm, I'm not feeling right. I'm not feeling 100%, or I, I need to take a week off to, to recuperate. He's got to go ahead and voice his concerns also. You can't just you know, rely at all on, you know, the, the team, I guess is what I'm saying. You're counting on an, on an athlete to give honest information is, is what you're counting on. And if he's not giving honest information, then that's a major part of this problem. You know, I, I, I saw Rodney Harrison and his kind of little rant he went on and it was great. It was great advice. Hey, you know your body. You right. can't count on the NFL. You got to take care of yourself. But we say all these things, and then in the same vein, if someone says, "Hey, I, I, I'm having some issues," they're soft, right? And they're they're not. Oh well. Pfft. Okay, well, he's always in the training room. I, it's just, it's so tough, I, Arnie, because football players are supposed to be these bad, tough dudes that always overcome everything, and we're asking them to be honest about injury situations, which just goes against their norm. I don't know honest. if I would think they were something like if Tom Brady came out today and said, I'm not going to be able to play in tonight's game um, because I've got a shoulder injury and I, I just can't throw the ball. I, I, I took an injection. It's not working, and sadly, I, I can't get the ball 10 yards downfield. I'm going to have to to miss the game. I don't think we would go, oh, yeah, yeah, Mr. Softy, what's wrong with you? just did over Max Scherzer and his finger. Yes, you that's would. That's a blister. Arnie. See, hey, that's fine. You are very guilty A blister. Of this. You are part of the problem. But come on. I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I, I mean, it's just this is how dudes are wired. And we want to act outraged when it affects us, but it again, it's not going to change the game. You'll continue to get a press conference about we're going to get more serious. Technology will continue to change. They'll have the goofy-looking helmets and everything, but, I mean, again, it, it's part of the game. It's the unfortunate reality of the violence of the game. All right, uh, enough on that. Here was a good one, I thought. This was from Mark. I do not know what to make, Mark writes, of the Jets and the Giants. Very mediocre. Winning is nice. Rams and 49ers struggling early on. Eagles may be the class of the NFC. Maybe the Packers can sneak into the Super Bowl conversation. That's kind of how I feel when I'm looking at the when he threw the Jets in there from the AFC. That's kind of my point, Arnie. I just don't know how to gauge this through four weeks. It's, it's challenging to figure out, all right, I know these teams have a good record, and I know they're playing well, but are they really a good football team that we'll be talking about after week eight, nine, and ten? Yeah, you, if you look at the AFC, there's only two teams that even – forget about going undefeated. There's only two teams that have three wins, and that's the Dolphins and the Bills, and one's without their quarterback. So, well, actually three now that you throw in Kansas City. But that goes to show you – um, you know, how everybody is just bunched up together. It's crazy how you could be four weeks in and only three teams be three and one or higher. That's insane. It just shows you you never know who's going to win from each Sunday to Sunday. All right, we got a big show coming up. Todd Furman in hour number two. Plus, we're going to take you through the locker room, hear all the sounds, the highlights, the reaction. 
on a busy week four. And two coaches got fired today, as you heard from DeSager in the update. Carl Durrell out in Colorado and Paul Christ out at Wisconsin. Big names potentially looming there. I'll tell you about it next here on Fox Sports Radio. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK? You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com. One place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. It's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Football Sunday. Zero. <laughs> What's zero? I wasn't be saying that. I don't know what I said that about. That was a long. Uh, that was oh, a kind of long time. Zero. Ago. Oh, high shirt. Look at look. <laughs> Alex throwing the cuts in and fooling me. <laughs> what did you think that was live? He said that. I'm like, what the hell? Well, do it, it would, live. It would be just like you to throw that out for no reason and come back after a break. (laughs) Well done. I don't Um, even know what was zero back then. I have no idea. Bo Benson and I have not yet starting to uh, started to defrag over the Sooners yet. That'll come later during commercial breaks. And uh, really not a lot of college football to get to today outside of two firings, which I think makes five power five coaches that have already been fired in college football. And your Oklahoma Sooners, which I'm sure will be a big topic. Uh, with Did you not hear what I literally just said right before I got to <laughs> Zero. that? Do you listen to this show or do you got to have this own show going on? I literally just said I Bo was, and I, I are going to get over our Sooner I, conversation. I want you to know. I want, Bo, I was prepare really cons- yourself if you're producing this. He doesn't listen to the show. I was very me. concerned about you because there was nothing on Twitter after the game. I, th- I didn't know what happened to you. I, I was yeah. very concerned about you. What do you, you want to say? Your team got their ass kicked. What do you do? I mean, sit there and act like all is fine. No, you take it and you move on. You don't sit there and make excuses. By God, Arnie, it's a new generation. We don't make excuses. You take your whooping and you move on, which is what the Sooners did. Now, I just want them to win a game. Just get a game. You think if you had your choice right now, 
of the vacancies in college football. Real quick before we get back to the NFL. Like Wisconsin's out there now. Colorado today. Nebraska is open. I know there's a, uh, Georgia Tech is out there. Auburn eventually is going to be open. Right. But w- which which job is number one? I mean, is it, it it's is it Wisconsin or Nebraska, or is Colorado in that mix? Because hell, it's Colorado, and you're in a conference you could probably go win. Look, I think they're all good jobs. I think Wisconsin, though, is the best. I mean, they have a history of of having good teams. Didn't they have a run of 10 wins? So did Nebraska. Yeah. Well, that was a long, long time ago, it seems like. I don't know how long that was, but it didn't seem that long ago that Wisconsin was winning. I I would think that's a fantastic job. I didn't know they were such dire straits this year um, coming on in. But, uh, yeah, I would love something like that. Also, Colorado's not a bad job, though, either. They're in such a mess, though. I I wonder how long it would take to turn that around. I saw something on Twitter today that in 1991, two teams – uh, basically share the national championship at Georgia Tech. At Georgia Tech in Colorado, and yeah. now they're both without their head coach yeah. Yeah, this exactly. part of the season. Yeah, I mean, Paul Christ uh, had won 10 games or more in four of his seven seasons and mm. had reached as high as six in the final rankings in 2017, but nope, out, gone, see ya. How about that today from college football? Is now, Urban Meyer rumored to be every replace everybody? Is that the way it works? I'm not yeah, sure. I mean, literally. And, yeah. and I don't think anyone in any official capacity <laughs> is talking about it. I think it happens every single time there's a vacancy and a fan feels like they want an upgrade, right? Yeah. I mean, go back to Nebraska. When I was there, what, three weeks ago, they were chanting his name while they were doing the pregame show. I mean, come on. Uh, and he's on the road, and they're going to these places, so – so much for being the villain. Oh, how bad is it going to be for Urban Meyer when he goes in the road? He's being treated like a freaking hero because these <laughs> people want him to come and coach their programs. Now, with that in mind, I, I don't get the sense, Arnie, that we're having too many hot seat conversations right now in the NFL, right? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of looking up and down, and it, some of the teams that are struggling, I mean, Lovey Smith's in his first year. Bill Belichick's not getting fired. Mike no, Tomlin's not, not yeah. going anywhere. Maybe, maybe Frank Reich. Right, if things continue to go south for the Colts, but for the most part, I, I don't. You know, the hot seat is is scorching Carolina football right now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe Matt Rule. That's a yeah. good one right now. Right, that might be the closest one. Yeah, Matt Rule would probably be the closest one. Though, if things go south for Seattle, um, I mean, how much longer? Uh, until you make a change up there also. You know what I mean? My goodness, man. I'd, I'd be in for a change up there. It's about time for one. Seattle's 2-2 two and two with Geno freaking Smith. I mean, they might, want to, though, they yeah. might want to ex- extend Pete Carroll. But, no, you're right. <laughs> I, I would say in our hot seat. All right, here, here, here's another one. Here's another one. And we only got a minute left, Arnie. What about Ron Rivera in Washington? 1-3. and three. Not good. Even though those uniforms, I like those uniforms today. <laughs> Can you believe those, the, I actually had a higher expectations for Washington? I, we all I don't did. know why. Yeah, well, I mean, still, the one like I, I thought they were going to go ahead and, you know, compete and maybe run away with that division or something, but they're, they're awful right now. Carson Wentz is always going to go down as one of the most confusing players ever prototypical size here's what a six foot six foot five dude almost 240 can wing it and just soft as marshmallow and (laughs) and he's on his what third different team and they stink even worse than you could imagine so Rivera rule are two guys on the hot seat in the NFL but nobody cutting them like college teams are right now next hour we're heading to Vegas plus Arnie's picks around the corner on Fox oh let's go let's go 
Are you getting Let's in a better go. mood? Are you getting in a better mood or no? I'm in a bit. Look, I'm in a better mood because I know the baseball playoffs are starting. I know you're not in the baseball, but I am. Well, I'm in a baseball. It's just my my team's so damn dominant. I don't. It's not going to matter to me. Until not if you were watching the Braves the and the World Mets. Series. All you heard. The, these are the two best teams in baseball. That's what somebody said on the thing. I'm like, what about the Dodgers? I don't. Yeah, you know, on. I'd say I, I guess they're trying. Oh, they all want clicks. No, I, I mean, listen, for it, <laughs> I. It's funny. One of my best. Well, my, my my partner on my local radio show, Josh Helmer, is a diehard Chiefs fan, and I never understood why he's not fired up for the preseason or some of the early season games. And I realized it now, being a Dodger fan. This is all kind of the mess for a Chief fan or, I guess, a Packers fan. You just want to stay healthy because what are you used to, Arnie? You're used to being in the playoffs and making a run. Maybe the same for Tampa and other squads. For me, as a Dodger fan, I'm like, okay, well, they're in the playoffs, so give me through the first round of the playoffs and let's go from there. I don't need the heartache of losing to the Nationals or getting dumped by the Braves or whatever might take place. Let's go. I want to see postseason Dave Roberts. You'll play the Mets, it looks like. Awesome the managerial. Oh, that's an easy win. Yeah, that yeah, makes yeah, me Just like it was better. the last time we played. Didn't they beat the uh, Dodgers two out of three, I believe? What's this regular season that you keep talking about? I don't know. I'm trying to hold on to something. Work with me, please. Work with me. <laughs> you try to get anything that you want to go with. But I love this. So – to kick off hour number three on this show, we Dude, have our hour two, by the way, I'm promoting hour oh. three. What I tell you, Bo, just it, it, no, it's I was Arnie's listening. World. That shows you I was listening. It's I Arnie's jumped right world, in. And, and, and it's just it's got to be his rules to kick off hour three. We typically play the game of after week two, three, four. I know this, but here in hour two, I kind of want to tiptoe around that because um. I do think that this is interesting because my man Josh on Twitter is already preparing for the off season for oh. his team. So I don't know if maybe Josh is starting this bid an hour early, but maybe after a week four, he knows that his season's over for the Colts. Literally just hit the inbox, Arnie. Josh <laughs> writes, in a perfect world, the Colts get the first pick next year. Get Sean Payton also. We will get a high second-round pick from Washington with the Wentz trade. Thanks, Washington. Bro, you're 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 three get four games into a season where you're what are the Colts like one two and one right now? Yeah, and yeah. you're in a division that nobody's running away with it right now. You still got Jonathan Taylor. I mean, what, what really? What, you just beat the Chiefs last week, man. Yeah, no, but he's right. It is OVER. They can't oh, score to get out of their way. I mean, stop it. Their their offense is just putrid. I mean, they think they, they, they're they one of the worst offenses so far in the NFL. They're just horrible right now. Yeah, and they beat the Chiefs last week. I mean, you, you, could, you could talk. Explain I mean, you know that. You know what's a terrible offense? The Broncos. And they're 2-2. Two and two. Right now, I mean, there's these things going on right now in the NFL that make absolutely no sense to me. But come on. Come on, Josh. What are you doing? Three weeks, four weeks into the season trying to lay out. First of all, you're not getting the first pick because we've watched uh, we've watched the commanders play. I still don't know how they won a game. We've seen the Lions try to play defense. So unless you're going to become team tank and sit Matt Ryan and start playing Sam Ellinger, yeah, you're going to back into a few wins as the Colts. So... 
I mean, the wor- do the Raiders still have the worst record in the NFL? Oh, it's, it's the Texans. Sorry, you've got the Texans, too, who have yet to win a game. So easy there with you getting the top pick. Though, Arnie, if there is a team that historically has backed their way into some uh, some luck. It would be the Colts, right? And the first pick to get Andrew Luck whenever Peyton had the neck injury. And then obviously the first pick where they got Andrew uh, uh, Peyton Manning as well, too. So maybe he's on to something right now. You're already done with the Colts? Well, you know, you know who could get the first pick? I think they're the second-to-worst team in the AFC and maybe one of the worst teams in the NFL. I, oh, I told you it was going to be like this at the beginning of the year, even though they played well tonight, uh, the Patriots. And now without Mac Jones and Frank Zappa or whatever his name is, is going to be the quarterback um, because Hoyer was out too, but Hoyer may come back. It doesn't make a difference. The Patriots are one of the worst teams in the NFL right now. They, they just took the Packers to overtime in Lambeau. Yeah. What the hell are you talking about? I, I, well, I don't know how they did that, but right now if they <laughs> – Played, uh, you know, right now, I think they're like the same level as the Texans and the Steelers. Yes, because they all have the same record, right? But, I mean, do you not get points for actually what happens on the field? Or is it just kind of how you view a team because you don't like their coach? They went on the road and they took the Packers to overtime without their – they went to their third-string quarterback. What are you talking about? Yeah, they, I don't know. Again, they pulled it off. They were very lucky today. I thought uh, Green Bay played a really bad game. If they played that game nine out of ten times, Green Bay wins by three touchdowns. Maybe Green Bay just isn't that good. Wow. Listen to you. Well, I mean, you're sitting here dumping all over. If that's your mindset, if you think that New England's terrible, well, maybe Green Bay's not very good. Green Bay's a top three team in the NFC, is it not? Or am I wrong about that? What have they showed you to make you feel that? You just talked about how terrible the Patriots are. They needed overtime to beat their third-string quarterback. Tampa just got boat raced in their own yeah, home a, by the Chiefs. and The Rams don't look so tough, to be honest, either. I, I, I know, but you're sitting here and you're building up Green Bay, but in the same vein, you're kind of contradicting yourself because you think the Patriots stink, but yet they're pushing Green Bay to overtime. Make I, it make sense. I look like hey, I, I give the Patriots credit for what they did today, but overall, in a 17-game season, they're going to be a five-win team, just like I told you they were going to be uh, this year. <laughs> you, you might end up being right on that. Yeah, I'm going to but, dead right, yeah. But, uh, yes, you're going to be dead right on everything, just like you're going to pick 60%, right? <laughs> I went I went 9 and 10 uh, this week on my picks. You're terrible. But it's just this whole – if you want to tell me how great the Patriots are and, and, and you're picking them as one of the top teams in the NFC, record-wise, they're there right now, 3 and 1. But you're telling me that the Patriots might win five games and yet they're doing that today. <laughs> Head explodes. Now, is there anything from early Minnesota finding a way to win that does anything for you or no? Oh, absolutely. I mean, three and one. Yeah, three and one. And I look, I, I know we rag on the Saints. Um, but when you you know gr- gr- grit it out and you tough it out and um, that was a good victory for them. They're lucky they were able to go ahead and, and get on. I I thought when the Saints went and tied it, this was going to be a problem. But they came back and and you know got the field goal and then the double doink and um, hey, whenever you walk away, you're three and one and uh, you know you're happy after what happened to them last year. You know. Yeah. Um. I just that's one of those teams that it is. It's just confusing. I I don't. 
I don't know what to make them. I've got a I've got a list of teams that are confusing the hell out of me, and I think the Vikings are right there at the top of it. You know, Packers aren't too far behind. But Arnie, I was watching that this morning. And there was there was moments with that offense. We're like, man, they're clicking, they're cooking. Look at Dalvin Cook run. Look at Kirk Cousins run this offense. I had Kevin O'Connell coaching his backside off. This is great. And then there's moments where I'm watching. I'm like. They're letting Andy Dalton go up and down the field on him right now. <laughs> I can't. I can't figure out Minnesota right now for the life of me. There's a lot of teams that are doing that. I mean, let's let's show the Philadelphia Eagles that are four and zero, and you're not even crazy about them. You're not going to get consistent play every Sunday, um, even from the top teams out there. It's just look at look what Tampa did today. They were horrible. We're broadcasting live tonight from the Tyrac.com studios. Tyrac.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over ten thousand recommended installers. Tyrac.com, the way tire buying should be. So. Then with that in mind, who whose season was saved today in the eyes of Arnie Spanier? Who saved 2022 here today? Well, I was watching the uh, Browns and the Falcons. Falcons get that victory. They were coming into the game one and two. They go to one and three pretty much over. Not that they're going to do a whole heck of a lot, but I, I thought that was a good victory, especially uh, they pull it out uh, in the fourth quarter. The Browns are a good team. Uh, Atlanta was at home, so I thought they went ahead and, uh, again, they saved their season. You, you drop the one and three, it, it's done with. Forget about it. Um, it. It's done with it. I would have said the same thing about the Titans. You know, they're one and two coming in. They're on the road. Road. They lose this game, and they weren't looking very good in their first no. three games. They dropped to one and three, and again, they're in a division though that's not all that tough. But uh, they 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 got out of got out of victory. They go to two and two. So I thought they kind of saved their uh, you know their season. Those are two off the top of my head. I was thinking about. Well, there's a captain obvious one here, right? And their season still hangs in the balance because they have to go to Kansas City on Monday night before I think the earliest bye week I ever remember in the history of the NFL for the Raiders. But Vegas getting a yeah. win was was a much must, course, yeah. must win if they're going to even sniff being a playoff team by midseason. And I agree. I agree with what Matt Verderam said earlier. Raiders could easily be two and two if even three and one right now. Right. Um, but they're not. They're one and three. Now, after what we just saw from Patrick Mahomes, not, not pretty, not pretty um, for the Raiders on Monday night. But they saved their season. I'll throw one more. I'll throw one more in here. Baltimore? I mean, if they fall to one and three, or, 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 I'm sorry, I'm sorry, no. not, not Baltimore. Um, I was thinking about teams who almost ruined their season today. But maybe you look at what happened whenever the comeback was there for Buffalo, right? If they would have fallen to two and two, even with two out, you're a game mm. back. The Jets are suddenly two and two. Yeah, you two. see that, that, that? I'm not too worried about Buffalo. But like you said, if they, even if they drop the two and two, the Jets are, excuse me, the Dolphins are without their quarterback. And um, like I said, the Patriots are not a very good team. They'll still go ahead and make the playoffs, whether they were going to finish first or second. I, I, I wouldn't put Buffalo, though. Okay. I do give them credit for having that good come from behind victory. That was the 17 yeah. points. That, that that was a good victory. That, that got me crabby. I was mad at my wife for that. Why would you be mad at your wife? She's a Bills happy. fan. Right. Yeah. Enjoy it. Um, all right, so then flip the script. Whose uh, season came to an end hypothetically today? See, I don't want to necessarily bury Baltimore because, again, in that division, I don't think anyone's running away with it. But that was a pretty ugly interception whenever you're driving to, at the very least, Arnie, kick a go-ahead field goal late in that game for yeah. Lamar Jackson. Again, I'm not ready to bury him, but that was not a good look whenever you're talking about uh, a guy who's, and again, I'm not saying that suddenly you, you, you 
change how you want to pay him. You change it. He's your quarterback just based on one pick. And I know John Harbaugh is kind of taking the blame for that, but that was, oof, that was bad late in that it, game against Buffalo. Teams that the season came to an end, you got to start with the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, they lose at home, come from behind to the New York Jets. Zach Wilson, who hasn't done anything yet in his career, yet able to do that. They make a change of quarterback for Pittsburgh. Um, and let me tell you something, Willis Pickens with three interceptions too, though, not his fault. Um, I think the season's over there. Trubisky's going to be on the bench. Um, they're not going to have enough. It's going to be a long year for Pittsburgh Steelers fans, no doubt. Probably going to be one of the first times they sit there with a, with a record below 500. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's also a good reminder, too. You know, I know Kenny Pickett's numbers looked good, right? He finished 10 of 13, but all three of his incompletions were interceptions. Right. You know, remember, Two weren't his fault, though. Two weren't his fault. Two weren't, weren't his fault, and he looked okay. But I don't necessarily know. And by the way, his, like his first completion, he took a shot from a dude that was a blitzing right up the middle and caught him right in the chin. And he popped up and he had a smile on his face. And I, I kind of dug that. You know, it's like, okay, good to have a quarterback with some moxie like that. But I don't know, Arnie. It, he, he looked shaky after that to me. And like you said, not all the picks were his fault. Still, though, a guy that, Blew a game against the stinking Jets, for goodness sakes. Yeah, no, he was okay. I mean, like I said, Trubisky or him, either one, they're not going to pull out victories. Uh, Trubisky was mad after the game. It's going to be a long year for the Steelers, but at least he's going to get some snaps, and we'll know by the end of the year if he's going to be a starting quarterback in the NFL or not. Two other teams I'd put on this list. One, Carolina. You know, that hurts me as a Baker guy. Mm, He just does not look good. He doesn't look comfortable. I don't think that's a very good football team. And I don't know. I mean, I know that. The loss only made him two and two, but do we do we start wondering about Tampa here a little bit and the way they've looked the last few weeks or no? Are you not ready to panic on the Buccaneers quite yet? Wow, you're you're ready to throw in the towel on on Tom Terrific right now? Is that what you're ready? You're ready to go ahead? And, He's looked good. Him, it's not just, his fault. This may force him in the retirement. He may say, "Ah, you know what? I why did I come back for this? Just to fight with Giselle over this for crying out loud! I got to get out of here." I mean, even their wins aren't all that pretty, right? That was pre Cooper Rush, I guess, is what everyone wants to say now when they beat the Cowboys, um, and then they didn't look all that great, and finally beating New Orleans, but pre Cooper Rush. Like well, that. I mean, come on, you, you're starting. You, you ah. and Middlecoff now are trying to build him up like he's you, the next. Yeah, greatest tell thing. everybody, tell everybody what I just sent you during the break. Go ahead to read that one. To, to what I sent you there, huh? You sent me a a, a horrifically screenshot. You know, you have Twitter on your phone, Arnie. Yes, you can I screenshot know. it on your phone. Arnie took a picture of the tweet on his computer uh, in which John Middlecoff thinks Cooper Rush is stealing Dak's job. And the quote is, I don't see any difference. You know, I love John Middlecoff. I and really he is do. the football guy. He, he is the football guy. I'm starting to worry about him a little bit, man, because if you don't see a difference between Cooper Rush and Dak Prescott. Do you know how many Cowboy fans feel the same as that comment right now? Do you have any None. idea? Not a one. Oh, stop it. Not a one. Stop it. They're happy they realize. It's like you trying to give a lifetime deal to Ryan Fitzpatrick after two games. <laughs> they realize in the long term, Dak Prescott is better for them than Cooper Rush. Cooper Rush is having his Mike White moment like he did for the Jets last it's year Tim when they Tebow beat the Bengals. Moment, right? is that what Yeah. <laughs> calm, calm down, everybody. Calm down. He's still Cooper Rush, your backup quarterback. Dak Prescott's your guy. All right. 
Um, maybe the season ended today for Washington, but that would be too easy on this conversation. All right, when we come back, we're going to head to Vegas. Our man Todd Furman is joining us. And uh, before we head to Vegas, a reminder that you can tune into Fox Sports Radio's Countdown to Kickoff, presented by BetMGM on Sunday mornings, three hours before kickoff. That's right. Tune in on Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern as we take you live all the way up to kickoff on Fox Sports Radio, the iHeartRadio app, and it's presented by BetMGM. All right, we're hustling. Let's head to Vegas with Arnie Spanier. I'm Chris Plank. Say hello to our buddy Todd Furman every Sunday night here on Fox Sports Radio. Um, I feel like we still see small numbers. Todd, have the unders been the play so far in the NFL? No. You're starting to see offenses get things together. You had a couple of totals today across the board that took significant under money given the weather concerns that we had up in the Northeast. At the same time, though, you go down the board, the totals have adjusted down. You're going to start to see games trickle over. And for the first time all season, we had a primetime game go blowing over the total as that game did get bet up during the course of the day, but a closing number of 48. Obviously, even Arnie can do the math. 72 is greater than 48. <laughs> hey, Todd, if I'm betting a lot of games, why don't you just bet money lines on all the dogs in the NFL? It's better than taking the points, and you're getting some good odds, and you never know where the upsets are coming. It seems like they happen all over the place. Well, you never want to bet any of those things blindly, but I'm definitely an advocate, and what I'll do if I'm betting a team taking the points in the National Football League, knowing those teams more often than not will find a way to win the game outright if they're going to cover. So you allocate about 20 to 25%, depending on some of your bankroll constraints, towards betting those teams on the money line. So when they do indeed win outright, you have a chance to cash a, a pretty healthy ticket. And for those folks that may or may not have had the foresight, they definitely got a sweat and would have earned some money with New England, plus the points mm. that had a glorious chance to pull off the biggest upset of the day at Lambeau Field. So four weeks in, right, how much adjustment do we see, Todd? I mean, do you feel like we really have a good handle yet on who's good and who isn't? I mean, I'm watching highlights right now of a Giants team that's 3-1, and one and I, I, don't, I don't know if they're any good. Um, but how's that and what is that adjustment like for you? Oh, well, I can save you the trouble. I think the Giants, they deserve full marks for what they've been able to do, but this isn't a good football team by any stretch of the imagination. Right. You look at their trio of wins, a one-point win against a beleaguered Titan side, a three-point win at home against Carolina that w- looks worse by the day, and an eight-point win today against the Bears. If you believe in the Giants, well, the water will meet its level over the next three weeks. When they play the Packers in London, they host the Ravens, and they go to da- northern Florida to take on Jacksonville. It wouldn't be shock me if we were talking about the Giants going from 3-1 and one to three and four unless things change drastically especially the injury concerns there but when you're talking about the overall landscape I mean this is about the quarter pull so we have a better indication of which teams are good and I don't think this will come as a surprise to anybody that Buffalo Kansas City and to some extent the Chargers uh, if they're able to get healthy defensively probably the class of the AFC with the two I mentioned first leaders in the clubhouse now the NFC it's slightly more muddled because I don't think Minnesota is as good as their three and one record indicates Green Bay in my opinion probably better than what we've seen from them at 3-1. and one. Philadelphia, yet to be tested, but when they stepped down in class, they found another gear, and they did it today in inclement weather. So I think most of those teams will be there. If you're looking for teams that have underachieved early on that had expectations coming into the year, a lot of people thought the Saints could be a bit of a dark horse in the, AFC, in the NFC South. They're going to have their work cut out for them, uh, especially with all the injury concerns, and a team that I think is actually going to struggle quite a bit were the darlings to win the AFC South before the year started. I've seen enough from the Indianapolis Colts, gentlemen, that there is something fundamentally broken there, <laughs> and I think it's an uphill battle for them to win the division. Look, I don't want to give away Todd's secrets, but if I was a professional gambler living in Vegas, this is what I would be doing. 
The Dolphins opened up as a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Jets. I don't know how they could come up with that number considering they don't know who's going to be playing quarterback for the Dolphins. What happens if it's later on? You take the Dolphins minus two-and-a-half. It's later on discovered that two is going to play, and the line rises to like six. Do you take the Jets plus six in your middle of the game, and, and then you knock them in the head and you bury them then, Todd? Yeah, I mean, you could definitely have an opportunity to work on a middle if you believe that Tua is going to be named the starter. This number, to me, suggests that Tua is highly questionable for the game and you know the Dolphins will be the center of scrutiny given everything that unfolded last Sunday against Buffalo and then of course Thursday night so if Teddy Bridgewater's out there you downgrade the Dolphins the Jets with Zach Wilson in the fold get upgraded a bit especially in the wake of their impressive comeback here but the game gets significantly more fascinating and that's why you're looking at the Dolphins a modest road favorite in a place where they haven't exactly performed all that well and we'll see how Miami goes about taking care of their business as a road favorite a role they haven't been in all that much over the last couple of Listen, I'm trying not to talk college football with you right now um, <laughs> because obviously things haven't gone so well over the last few weeks. But uh, with that said, suddenly now we're starting to see some teams emerge as maybe that fourth team, right? Clemson gets a big win. USC stays undefeated. A couple one-loss teams have started to play real well. I mean, Todd, we feel good about Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State. Uh, even though Ohio State was brawling with Rutgers yesterday, which was fun. But I felt like Clemson made a a little bit of noise yesterday and saying, hey, we're going to be around for this. Well, I think Clemson offensively is significantly better now than what they were coming into the year. You look at the way DJ has regained his confidence leading that offensive attack, and while he doesn't, in my opinion, have NFL caliber wide receivers, he spread the ball around, and he looks like the quarterback that we saw glimpses of when he filled in for Trevor Lawrence. Defensively, you knew that this Clemson team from a front seven standpoint was going to be as good as anybody in the country, and they haven't really disappointed in that regard. Let's see if they get healthier in the secondary. And while you mentioned the top teams in the country, I'm not going to say I'm concerned about them, but it's now two weeks in a row that we've had a lethargic performance from Georgia against Kent State at home on the road against Missouri, where you're letting inferior teams hang around. That wasn't their trademark or calling card last year, where they took the life out of you right from the opening kickoff. So we'll see what that means going forward. We'll obviously monitor the status of Bryce Young in terms of his overall availability. So a lot more questions at the top than I think we saw before. A couple of teams that are in the top 10 that I'll tell you flat out guys that I do not believe in the number six team in the country, the USC Trojans. There's a reason that they're only a 10 point favorite this weekend against Washington state, the number seven team in the country, Oklahoma state. They get a very nice win against Baylor, but dig into that box score with two weeks to prepare. It's a little bit disappointing. And I'll go on record now saying that I think Oklahoma state has an excellent chance to fall from the ranks of the unbeaten when Texas tech comes in there. If the red Raiders are able to protect the football on Saturday. Todd, let me just get this right. We don't know what's going on with Alabama's quarterback. We knew they looked very pedestrian against Arkansas, who got within three points, and then Alabama came back and blew them away. Now you're telling me that A&M's getting 24.5 points. Heck, give me some money line on that. Let me get an upset. Let's see if A&M could pull off the upset. I mean, we saw A&M obviously do that last year. I don't think Alabama gets caught overlooking them, given the war of words we saw this offseason. The problem for A&M right now is offensively, there is nothing that scares you whatsoever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Alabama's defensive line, I think, can make life absolutely miserable for Max Johnson. Granted, he's no stranger to playing an Alabama defensive front. But the one thing from the Crimson Tide, yes, they let Arkansas get back in that game. Uh, a 28-7 lead evaporated and became 28-3. to They found another gear offensively. They were able to run the football effectively. 
defensively. And I think when you look at Alabama, it's not like there is a massive drop-off for most of their skill position players. Look, I'm not going to call a backup quarterback for the Crimson Tide on the same level of Bryce Young, but everybody else, I think, raises their level. And if Tennessee holds serve this coming weekend in Death Valley, suddenly on October 15th, we have a very fascinating matchup at Neyland Stadium with two potential top five teams in Alabama and Tennessee. And unlike Alabama's competition thus far, this is a Tennessee offense that if it's clicking on their home turf can actually scare that defense given how well they distribute the ball and how quickly they play, which will tire out Alabama's first team defense. Mm. You're the man. Mm-hmm. Todd, have a great week, buddy. Bet the board podcast. Check it out. And we always enjoy your insight here on Fox Sports Radio. Thanks, Todd. Hey, one last, one last yeah. question. I got to flip the script on you, Chris, and I won't poke fun at Oklahoma's inability to stop <laughs> the run. Dylan Gabriel's availability going forward. Do we think he's going to be out there for the Red River rivalry on Saturday? You know what? I saw him after the game, um, had a towel over his head, was wearing sunglasses. Didn't look good. Um, so I would say doubtful. Doubtful that- right now. That, that is kind of what the numbers suggest with Texas, yeah. a five-point favor for the game in Dallas and a lot of optimism coming out of Austin that they've been holding Quinn Ewers back for this game. But Hudson Card uh, has impressed, and suddenly the Big 12, the road may run through Lawrence for a conference championship, something I never thought I would say other than Fog Allen. What's that line, Todd? What is that line? Do you know? Uh, TCU is a four-and-a-half-point favor for that game. And, uh, you know, honestly, Arnie, uh, I was hoping Kansas got absolutely boat raced by Iowa State over the weekend and didn't squeak out a win. You could get TCU feeling good about themselves and bet the Jayhawks as an underdog. But when you gain negative 23 yards on your final four offensive drives and you're still able to win a conference game, I ain't running a window to back the Jayhawks. <laughs> I don't think TCU gets caught overlooking them with college game day in town. Yeah, I agree. All right, you're the man. Thanks, Todd. We appreciate you, buddy. Have a Thanks, great weekend. Son. Yeah, and I'll just say, nothing official, but – I think it's going to be Davis Bevel, your guy, on Saturday for Oklahoma. So, yeah, good times. Wow. Steve Sager comes rolling in uh, with everything else that's going on in the world of sports. What's going on, Steve? Uh, no relation to the former quarterback, Daryl Bevel. That's right. right. Yeah. No relation. Yeah. I don't think so, at least. No, I, I don't believe you. <laughs> I'll double check. I better make sure. Well, no. you're probably all wrong. No, but, I don't uh, think he is. In the NFL tonight, Kansas City went to 3-1 and one with a victory at Tampa Bay, 41-31. to 31. The Bucks in their first three games this season had allowed 27 points. They Ouch. allowed 28 in the first half tonight. Patrick Mahomes finished with three touchdown passes, one interception. Travis Kelsey, 92 yards receiving and a score. Clyde Edwards-Alaire, 92 yards rushing and a score. KC with the win. Tampa Bay now 2-2. Two and two. The Chiefs next weekend play a Monday night game against Las Vegas in Vegas today. The Raiders beat Denver 32-23. Broncos running back Javante Williams was carted off with a knee injury feared to be serious according to NFL Network. Green Bay won in overtime against New England 27-24. Aaron Rodgers is up to 500 touchdown passes including playoffs in his career. He's in the top five in that category. Tom Brady over 700 touchdown passes, Drew Brees over 600, and then Peyton Manning, Brett Favre, and Aaron Rodgers on that list. As for Buffalo, a 3-1 and record and a comeback win at Baltimore today. Yeah. 23-20 the final. The Bills were down 20-3 late in the first half. Arizona got a win at Carolina, 26-16. Baker Mayfield in the loss, one touchdown pass, three turnovers. Philadelphia 4-0 after defeating Jacksonville, 29-21. The Jets with two fourth-quarter touchdowns, one at Pittsburgh, 24-20. Steelers with four turnovers. And Seattle got a win, 48 
to 45 at Detroit. Rashad Penny, yeah. over 150 yards rushing, two scores. He was on fire. 17 carries for those numbers, 151 and two touchdowns. Atlanta and Dallas each one, Tennessee as well. The Giants beat Chicago 20-12. to 12. Justin Fields was sacked six times. Chargers won at Houston 34-24. Three total touchdowns for Austin Eckler. And then the London game, which Minnesota... Well, they edge New Orleans 28-25 as the Saints just missed a 61-yard field goal attempt on the final play. That was great. Alabama's back to number one in the new college football polls, edging Georgia. There was a game today. Florida defeated Eastern Washington 52-17. The Miami Heat gave guard Tyler Hero a four-year extension worth $120 million guaranteed. He was the NBA's sixth man of the year and averaged 21 points a game last year. And tonight we have the first non-NBA team in seven years to win a preseason game in the u.s get out of here in phoenix playing their starters a fair amount of time the sun still lost at home to the adelaide 36ers what <laughs> that is correct 134 124 the final the boys from down under from three-point range 24 of 43 i mean chris paul played 12 assists one turnover DeAndre Ayton, 22 points. Macau Bridges with 22 points. Unbelievable. Suns lose at home to the Adelaide 36ers, 134 to 124. Back to you. I wish I was on that team. Thanks, Steve. Uh, one wild note, by the way. Yeah. Um, I was watching the Raiders post game as I do when they win, and I ignore it when they exactly, lose. Exactly, exactly. Uh, Derek Carr in the, in the locker room gave – Josh McDaniel a game ball because it was McDaniel's first win as the yeah. Raider head coach. It's wild because that makes now the fifth different head coach that he's given a game ball to after their first win. <laughs> he did it for Tony Sperano, right. Jack Del Rio, John Gruden, Rich Passaccia, and now Josh McDaniels. Has a quarterback ever had that many different coaches through his lifetime with one team? How like, long hey, has he been at the team? How nine years. It's his wow. ninth year. Yeah, wow. he's like nine years, five different coaches, and I want to, and he's actually had a sixth. I want to say that he gave Dennis Allen the game ball too, whenever he won. But I, maybe Allen's first win was the year before the car got that's there. That's got to be yeah, a record. Five coaches in nine years. That's that's actually and I'm that's sorry. not changing teams. I'm not I'm not talking like Fitzmagic no. who changes yeah. teams. Yeah, six coaches in nine years, Arnie Dennis Allen. Tony Sperano, Jack Del Rio, John Gruden, Rich Passaccia, and now Josh McDaniels. And Raider fans want to grinch and moan about him. My gosh, he's the only thing stable on that team right now. So kudos to the Raiders for finally getting a win. And Derek Carr, game balls for everybody. Um, Saved your season. You lose that, you, and you got Kansas oh, you, City coming up. It's you would have been 0-5 right? because – Oh, and you would have been crabby you, like you, you wouldn't believe. You, well, I mean, you started this show crabby. I mean, I don't think you can sit here and point fingers because at Because I'm a bigger people. sports fan than you are. Right. You're much bigger than me. They, yeah. You, you don't even know quarterbacks' names of teams That's that not you're the point. On. Look, you think you're a bigger sports fan because you have got a golden mic. I mean, come on now. Not, nothing. I'm not sitting here <laughs> comparing size with you, Arnie. Uh, here's a couple of quick tweets before we grab a break. Uh, Calbert writes, the Ravens lost a lead at home again. Think about that, guys. I'm mad. The Ravens' defense stinks. I think I'm going to bed. Yeah, seven, they blew a 17-point lead and a 21-point lead 
um, so far. If I'm a Ravens fan, I'd have to be calling in the sports talk radio, just screaming bloody murder over what they've been doing right now. Jess writes, Jess Vandelay on Twitter, Bill Parcell says you are what your record says you are. I agree with you guys. It's hard to know in week four. I think it's the Chiefs, Bills, and everybody else. But I can see Brady sneaking in another Super Bowl. You think so? I, I don't know why you left off the Dolphins. Um, right now, the top five teams are the Chiefs, Bills, Dolphins. Um, I mean, that's three off. I, I don't know if you want to Well, you got to put the Bengals in there because they just beat the Dolphins. So no, the Bengals. the Bengals in there. Stop it. Well, that I mean, you're putting way. the Dolphins in there when they probably should be one and three right now. So let's not get – and their quarterbacks are too. You can't keep him upright. Even if he's clear to play next weekend, which would be shocking, and boy, would Twitter lose its mind. Yeah. You yeah. sure you can protect him and he can stay upright? Because you're not doing a good job of that so far. Yeah, I'm worried about that too also. And – um, I thought there'd be a chance that he was going to play. Now, after listening to Todd, especially that the line came out and he made it seem like that's going to be the line without Tua. So I, I, I'm starting to think that he's not going to be able to play. Well, we're coming to you live tonight from the TireRack.com studios. And when we come back, Steve DeSager takes us through the Mets lost weekend. No, I don't want to hear that. And him. a big night for Patrick Mahomes right here on Fox Sports Radio. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have a ton of questions about LASIK. You're not alone. That's why we created LASIK.com, one place where you can go to find every answer to every question on your mind. Like, how much does LASIK cost? How long does recovery take? How do I find a doctor? If you've been thinking about LASIK, go to LASIK.com now. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Arnie and Plank on a Fox Sports Sunday of Fox Football. Sunday, hitting the locker rooms at the top of next hour. We'll hear from Mike Tomlin. We'll hear from Josh McDaniels. We'll even hear from Kevin O'Connell from uh, uh, – did I say Kevin O'Connell? Yeah, the, the Vikings head coach a little bit later on in the program. But right now, we hear from Steve DeSager 
who's got us caught up on everything in the world of sports. What's going on, Steve? Hello once again on a lot of football to get to, but my goodness, any combination of uh, one Braves win or one Mets loss Uh-oh. this week. Arnie's going to get grumpy if you bring no, that up. See, actually, that's a good thing because the Mets can pretty much wave the white flag now and they don't have to go. Well, they weren't going to use. <laughs> no, you're laughing, but it wasn't like they were going to use uh, DeGrom or Max Scherzer anyway. There was not going to be enough time. So um, huh? we have to wave the white flag. I'm talking about for the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday game. Are you saying they're not going to pitch this week and they weren't going to pitch this week? I, I They're not going to pitch Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday, and the division's already lost. It's over. We we lost the division. We'll have to play the first round. If the Mets had just won one game. I know that. I know weekend, that. I know one game. I understand that. They would have won the season Sounds series. Sounds like you don't. Yeah, I, I do know. They didn't win okay. one game, though. <laughs> Three they lost three. all three. Five-three tonight. Atlanta, the final. Kenley Jansen, the save, his fortieth of the season. The only time he's been good in his whole career has been the last two days. <laughs> it's not only three-game sweep. They won two out of three against the Mets before. So here they've won five of the last six head-to-head in the series, and outscored the Mets forty-two to nineteen in those games. So the Mets are two games back in the division with three to play. This is the lowest they've been in the standings after this great regular season. The Mets, June first, had a ten and a half game lead. Gee, I didn't know that. It is looking like the division winner will be Atlanta, which means they would be guaranteed the two seed. They would be guaranteed a first round bye next weekend. Dansby Swanson and Matt Olson homered for a third straight game. Swanson hits a home run every time he's up the bat. Braves are defending World Series champions, and for many months they've been playing like that. Atlanta beat Jacob DeGrom Friday, Max Scherzer Saturday, and beat Chris Bassett, who was 15-8 and eight until tonight, out in the third inning in mm. this game. Regular season ends Wednesday afternoon. A reminder, all of the season finale games will start at the same time, about 4 p.m. Eastern on Wednesday. MLB playoffs begin this Friday. It'll start with the new Wild Card Series opener. The reason why tonight's game in particular was so huge is winning the season series 10-9 over the Mets. There is no more one-game playoff right, in right, baseball right. at the end of the regular season. If they finish tied for first after Wednesday afternoon... The Braves are your division champions. Yeah, but the Mets get the what? The best of three. They get to stay at home for all three games. Correct? Absolutely, it might be yeah. hosting the Padres, for example. San Diego lost at home today, but the fans were celebrating mid-game because they found out Milwaukee lost in twelve innings, and that clinched a wild card berth for the Padres when the Brewers lost. And Philadelphia might be making postseason. They lead Milwaukee for the last NL wild card by two. With three games to play, Philly won today. Now, tonight's win had Patrick Mahomes with three touchdown passes in the Sunday night NFL game at Tampa Bay. 41-31 the final. The Chiefs with the victory, and Mahomes gets to 20,000 career passing yards faster than any player ever. Mm. Career game number 67. It took Matthew Stafford 71 to get to that mark. (laughs) We had the crazy final score of Seattle 48, Detroit 45. Yes, Seattle won on the road by that score, and the Lions are the first NFL team ever to, through their first four games of a season, both score 140 points or more and allow at least 140 bravo, points. Bravo, bravo. first four <laughs> games of a season. Wow. Bravo. Jason Myers of Seattle made a 56-yard field goal first half. Now, granted, he missed a 39-yarder later, but Seattle did win by three. Seattle got a pick six to start the second half, led by 15 points to start the fourth quarter, did get the W, and Seahawks PR quick to point out that one Geno Smith, who had two touchdowns passing tonight, 
77% completion percentage Ooh, in his first four games this year. On fire. That is the highest completion percentage by a quarterback in his first four games of a season in NFL history, minimum 125 attempts. Geno is 102 of 132 through the air. And others have quickly pointed out that Geno Smith has better QB rating than Russell Wilson so far this season. Not only better completion percentage than Wilson, more completions, more passing yards, more yards per attempt, more touchdowns so far. We had the game in London today, and keep in mind... We're going to have a little more from London coming up. I referenced earlier the Giants who won at home today are going to be next Sunday morning from London playing Green Bay. And in late October, Jacksonville versus Denver in London. Today's contest, the Minnesota win 28-25 against New Orleans. That was the 100th NFL game played outside the U.S. Wow. Regular season and preseason combined. As I recall, there's a game in Germany later this year, a game it was in Mexico. Packed, by the way. That, that stadium was packed today for that game. That's right. They're going to have one game at uh, Wembley also coming up later this month. And uh, this one, Tottenham, has also hosted NFL. And it's not just packed. It's People are not only into the game, and they better be at those prices, but they're also wearing NFL jerseys. Yeah, There's yeah, so much yeah. fandom on display. Chargers won at Houston 34-24. Austin Eckler with three total touchdowns. Justin Herbert now has had a 300-yard passing game in seven straight road games. The NFL record is eight straight, set by Rich Gannon 20 years ago. The next time Justin Herbert throws for 300 yards in a game, it'll be the 20th time already <laughs> in his career, and that would pass Andrew mm. Luck for the most in a player's first three seasons. That might have been a team, Arnie, that saved their season today. The Chargers. Oh my goodness. If they had, that, yeah. that you imagine how they, oh my goodness. And we still have a winless team. The Texans are 0-3-1. They'll be at Jacksonville next Sunday. Alabama back to number one in the new college football polls, edging Georgia. Kansas, number 19 in AP, is ranked Good. for the first time since 2009 Kansas had held the longest rankings drought for any team currently in a Power Five conference. Wow. The team now that takes over that mantle. It better not be Arizona. It is Illinois, although Thank they're off goodness. to a good start. Wisconsin fired head coach Paul Christ after a two and three start. He's going to get a boatload in a buyout, I'm sure. Colorado fired coach Carl Durrell after an 0 and 5 start. Five games, five blowouts. Durrell will be given a buyout of over $8.5 million. <laughs> and whoever's coaching at the November, Colorado's four games in November against Oregon. USC, Washington, and Utah in a row. They'll win those games. Unbelievable. Carl Durrell. It was terrible to start with. He was terrible at UCLA. All right, when we come back, our final hour, we'll hit the locker rooms. We got Twitter and Arnie's picks coming up right here. It's Arnie and Plank on Fox Sports Radio. Ah, uh, you heard the man. We're coming to you live from the TireRack.com studios. TireRack.com will help you get there. An unmatched selection, Arnie Spanier. Fast, free shipping, free road hazard protection, and over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. No congratulations to me? You started this show complaining. Well, I thought you were going to congratulate me because, you know, I had the Vermont Senior Olympics over the weekend, and uh, we qualified for the Nationals. Congratulations. We finished uh we finished third. Top three got to go. What's so where's nationals? Uh Pittsburgh next year. Next year? Yeah. But I mean, this is I'd say this. By the way, there was only three teams anyway, so <laughs> we, we can you're like the 
dodgeball team, for well, goodness we, sakes. We finished one and two, but the win we had didn't count because it was against a team that was like 10 years older than us. Well, oh, so how did it not count? Well, they did because if, if not, we just played it because we didn't have enough teams. But one day we got very physical. And I told one guy, dude, if I go, if you shove me again like that, I will break your hip. You'll go to rehab and nobody will visit you. So I go, you better watch yourself, dude. I'm telling you, we got very physical. I was going to swing at somebody. Nothing like trash talking between 60-year-olds where they're talking yeah. about taking I, out a guy's hip. I, I played well the first game. I had 16 points, five three-pointers, but uh, – the rest of my team, they're just too old. They just I just, I don't me. know what's funnier is that a you do this or b you keep your stats. Yeah, I think yeah. that might be the funniest thing yeah. in all of this. I just the, the the guys that were on my team though, one guy was sixty two and the other guy was sixty four, and they could do nothing, zero. I, I zero, I, I, zero. I, I don't know how to tell you this, but most sixty four year olds aren't out there trying to dominate oh, on the basketball. There was there was an age there was a team for eighty to eighty four year olds. You're probably talking smack to them too. Hey, well, what, guy had a, what, what, what guy had a walker? I go, dude, you're not bringing the walker out there because I'll trip you up. Oh, my gosh. Are, well, good luck whenever you guys play in your finals next year. Next seems, year. Seems odd to try to plan that ahead for a senior Olympic event. You know, I, I'm, I'm, not, to, I'm not the youngest guy yeah. on the planet, but, I mean, hey, congratulations on qualifying for the senior Olympic finals. We'll see you next year. What I do mean, you think we're going to be doing? dead by then? I don't know. But well, I, I mean, it's Senior Olympics, Arnie. I mean, I'm just saying. I'm going to recruit some better players for next year to get on my team. Could you maybe try to fudge some numbers? Could you go Dammy, uh, Danny Amendola in reverse? Instead of going for someone older, you somehow get a, a birth certificate with a good basketball player that's a little bit younger? Do we do we have any NBA guys that are 55 to 59 years old that work on at Fox Sports Radio? I mean, probably, but, I mean, they also probably live in cities. How old is like, he I don't from? Know, is he 55? Uh, Olden Polonese is 57. Doesn't Ooh, he oh, there you go. Get Olden on the team. Come on now. Let's go. But let's let's also remember that he, he does, you know, I think he lives in L.A. now, so you're trying to get so someone. What? If I had somebody that was seven foot, he, I mean, I was the tallest guy in the whole tournament, for crying out loud. Think what he would be. Ladies and gentlemen, I apologize. I mean, I know it's football season, but I have no control over this show. I've backed uh, off of it so many times, but there's Arnie's senior Olympic update for you. All right. There you go. There you go. After week four yeah. of the National Football League season with a Monday night game looming between the Rams and the Niners, Arnie, after week four, I know this. Well, start. I, I, I started every way like this. It seems like uh, even though he doesn't work here, Peter King should be fired uh, from when he wrote his uh, piece that the New Orleans Saints were the number one team in the NFC. Uh, not only are they number one, they're not the number one team, they're not even a playoff team. They're a big, hot mess. They've lost a three in a row, and it's not a very good team at all. So anybody that thought this was going to be a, a superior team, and uh, forget a superior team and a playoff team, he was saying division winner and the best in the NFC. They're uh, they're a zero right now. Playing so in the that, NFC championship game too, mind you. Wow, wow. No, they're he should be fired for that. Uh, that's <laughs> I certainly know that after week four, they're absolutely uh, abysmal. They're horrible. After week four, of the NFL season. I know this. Buffalo's winning some games. I know they lost last week to Miami. They're winning some games where they don't necessarily play their best, and they're right. without some of their best players. And that to me 
is a sign of a really good team. So I know this isn't breaking any news. I know that it's everybody's Super Bowl pick, and and I get that. But after week four, and, and listen, I, I know we brought it up earlier. If you've listened to all three hours, I mentioned maybe if they would have lost today, some panic. But I think they're as advertised, Arnie. And I hate having MVP or even in college Heisman discussions. But after week four, I think Jalen Hurts is up there. Mm. But it's going to be hard not to vote for Josh Allen as your MVP if he continues this trend going forward. So to spit it out, after week four, I know this, Bills are legit. And the schedule is going to keep getting tougher and tougher for them. And I get that. They're going to keep getting healthier and healthier, you hope. Uh, they'll, they'll roll Pittsburgh next week, but I think all eyes will be what next uh, the October 16th when they go to Kansas City and what likely could be an AFC championship well, preview. After four weeks, I know this, Chris, and we're probably the last two people on this planet that realize this. As a matter of fact, I don't know why I realized it today um, <laughs> when I could have probably realized it a lot earlier okay. and I didn't. And you're on the same way and you're just as wrong as I am. Um, not only the Carolina Panthers, not a good team. Baker Mayfield is not the quarterback who I thought yeah. he was. I, I, and I, I don't know why it took me till today. Maybe I should have realized it last year or earlier this year or maybe years ago. But he, he just doesn't have it. I don't, I don't know what it is, Chris. I, I, I just thought he was going to be so much better. And even with Carolina, um, just so pedestrian at one and three and. I know they have injuries, and who doesn't, and McCaffrey and all that, but I'm sorry. Baker Mayfield is, is just not a elite quarterback or a, an upper echelon quarterback, top 10 quarterback like I thought he was going to be. Then what does that say about Sam Darnold, that he was able to well, come the in same and beat him out him. so quickly? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that that's, that's still the weird thing for me. All right, um, after week four of the NFL season, I know we've been dogging a little bit on the AFC West, and understandably so, but I know this. The Chargers saved their season today, and I still don't know where they're going. They're dinged up like crazy. Joey Bosa is out for eight weeks, but they're 2-2, two and two, and here's their next four games. Denver, Seattle, Atlanta, and San Francisco. Wow. Could be a 6-2 and two team heading into its rematch against Kansas City, so... I understand that San Francisco is going to get better. I know Atlanta's riding a bit of a heater right now, but they're better than Cleveland. They're better than Denver. They're better than Seattle. Arnie, I'm, I, I just I know this is really looking at. I think even shorted him a game there. Uh, I think they could be seven and two heading Ooh. into their big rematch with Kansas City in Week Ten. So I know. Listen, we're looking way ahead here, but I think what happened today, seeing Justin Herbert get right, I think the Chargers are always going to be a team that everyone loves because of Herbert, and they have a great roster. No one knows it better than DeSager, but they'll lose a game during the season. And you're like, what the? What? What? What was that? And maybe that game for them was last week against Jacksonville. Maybe it's still to come. But I know this after Week Four. I think the Chargers saved things today, and I think they're about ready to go on a run. All right. I, I know this after week four, my friend. Um, there's about 50 quarterbacks I would rather have, 20 of them not having played in the NFL in a couple of years, uh, over Teddy Bridgewater. Okay? <laughs> um, it's just not going to happen. I'd rather have Eli Manning come back out of retirement. Why Give me any of the that? quarterbacks. I, I, I'll say Peyton Manning, uh, uh, Drew Brees. Give me, Give me anybody. Anybody, I'll take anybody that uh, Andrew Luck. 
Um, I can think of 50 of them. Uh, again, Teddy B, enough is enough. I, and he was okay till, of course, he threw the interception. And I, I just, I, I, I can't, can't win with him. I can't do it. Got to get somebody else in there. Got to sign myself another quarterback there, Chris. Well, it's a little late in the game for that. Well, yeah, what do you want me to do? I, I I just got the quarterback hurt. What the hell do you want me to do? That's your, that's your guy. There you go. It's either him or Skylar Thompson. Well, unless Eli wants to come back for a game or two. Nobody wants to come back. Arnie, do you even know when Eli took his last snap? We've done we've done this drill before. <laughs> You've done this before trying to get Eli Manning back. Do you realize when the last time he played in the NFL was? Three years? Arnie, the last year that Eli Manning took a snap in the National Football League was not three years ago. It was a little bit longer than that. Really? He, yeah. And, and in fact, we've done this. It, well, I, he played four games in 2019. So, yeah, you want to go with a guy that was 1-3 in 2019? The last time he actually played all 16 games was 2018. Why do you keep doing this to yourself? Well, because you, you give me Teddy Bridgewater. That's well, I'm doing it to myself. He, he was the – it's a backup quarterback. You're not getting a great player as your backup quarterback. He's a backup for a reason. You hope your starter doesn't get hurt, but apparently – uh, Tua can't. I mean, listen. I'm not blaming him for his concussion right, right. on on Thursday night, obviously, but he can't stay healthy. So, I mean, you're not going to get. I'm, I'm watching highlights. You're not going to. Well, hey, someone had brought up Mitch Trubisky earlier. There you go. Maybe you call the Steelers no, and you get Mitch Trubisky. No, Why not? Are you sure you don't want to go get Josh Allen? You sure you don't want to get Patrick Mahomes? How about That's Cooper how Rush? Give me Cooper Rush then. How about that? Well, again. You have to find a guy. It's not easy to learn an offense, right? So it's going to take him a couple of weeks. But, yeah, go get you Cooper Rush because apparently he and Dak are the same guy. And I'll say this. <laughs> one more from me. After week four of the NFL season, I know this, in our official coaches' hot seat rankings, Matt Rule is number one with a bullet. Yeah, yeah. But a 1A is Ron Rivera. And coaches who are slowly but surely taking themselves off the hot seat, Kind of digging Robert Salen. What's going on right now in the with, with the Jets? I the know Cowboys. it's I know they're just two and two. Mike McCarthy has found a way to win with a backup quarterback, which is pretty impressive. And I, I, I don't know what Dan Campbell's future is. Obviously, <laughs> he's struggling coaching defense, but the Lions are at least fun to watch, right? They've been in every game so far. So I mean, they could, this is easy, even though it was, you know, got a little tighter in the end than it needed to be. They probably should have recovered that onside kick. But I mean, would you be surprised at all if they went to New England next week and, and beat the Patriots, the Lions? Um, no, I would not be See? at all. I want the, well, I think, you know where I think about the Patriots. They're just right. a five-win team anyway. So I don't, I don't, you know, worry about them at all. All right. Anything else you want to add to after week four? I know this, or do you want to hit some tweets? Yeah, let's hit some tweets. Uh, I still think though, the Cowboys, I kind of gave up on them. Once Dak went down, I want to do a full reversal on that with the way they looked the last three games. Um, (laughs) Mr. Nobody right away hits us up. That's what you get for paying attention to a so-called NFL expert. Who's a little, little more than a shill for the league. Peter King is overrated. Wow. Huh. Interesting. Wow. Uh, Mark writes, uh, can I say that word on the air? What are the Brady um, sheep? There you go. Yeah, there you go. Say about Mahomes. 
that he's had a, a long way to go, blah, blah, blah. Mahomes looks better than Brady ever was. Okay, that's ridiculous. And Brady threw 52 passes and could not keep up. It became very one-dimensional. The Bucks offense had no chance. All right? Um, I, I, listen, I don't know if, if Mahomes looks better than Brady ever has, but I know this. He's definitely looked more athletic. Did Brady ever looked as a By the way, it wasn't that that crazy of a pass that Mahomes did, the little flip in the end zone. People were that's the craziest thing I ever saw. I thought he was all he did was flip it. But I mean, come on now, stop it. I thought I I I thought it was an illegal forward pass, but again, I'm a bitter Raiders fan. Mr. Nobody, what I know after week four, the Broncos are overrated. Let Russ cook, he looks cooked. If the standard is the standard, Mike Tomlin should fire himself and offensive coordinator Matt Canada for not living up to it. The Chiefs giving up 31 points tonight are why I'll favor the Bills going forward. Wow. Um, And then one more here from Scotty. He writes, boy, I'm wanting to believe in Tennessee, the Vols, but that secondary for Tennessee is still absolutely garbage. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's talking about the Titans. I apologize, Scott. Yeah, yeah. Uh, listen, I, Tennessee Vols fans should be on cloud nine, too, but they had a bye week. So I'm wanting to believe in Tennessee, but the secondary is garbage. Also, you know, college football is drunk when game day is headed to Lawrence for football. That is great, isn't that? that uh, when's the last time we were there? Have they ever been there at all? I don't think they've I, – I think they were at a – they were at a Kansas-Missouri game late in the season, and I want to say it was in Columbia when it happened many, many moons ago. But, yeah, game day coming to Lawrence, Kansas. I mean, Arnie, last year we went there and Kansas had the lead at the half. They were begging people to come to the game. They sent out an email (laughs) alert. No, I'm not even kidding, dude. They sent out an email alert that was like, your Jayhawks are leading leading Oklahoma at halftime. Get down to the game. We'll let everyone in for free. And you saw, like, I guess everyone was on their email because you saw these people that were running towards the stadium. They, they didn't even have security. It's like, yeah, come on in. But, I mean, less than a year ago, they basically were begging fans to come to a game that they were leading over Oklahoma at the half. And now for the first time ever at 5-0, and they're hosting game day against TCU. Who was the awesome. one coach they had that really took, was like 10 or 12 years ago? Mark Mangino, man. Yeah, he really had it going. Did he not or what for crying out loud? Yeah, yeah um, so you're right. College football a little bit drunk this year, but it's really fun to see it. And listen, their head coach, Lance Leipold, he's going to be a guy that you'll hear about at Wisconsin. He's a guy that you're going to hear about at, at Nebraska. But he's done a heck of a job. I mean, they're 5-0. Oh. Dude, he took over a program that hasn't had a winning. Do you know the last time Kansas had a winning season? No, I would. 2008. Jeez. They went 8-5 and five that year. Now, the year before is the year you're talking about with Mangino when they were 12-1. Yeah. and one, Which is crazy. Seventh, yeah, yeah. W- went to the Orange Bowl. They haven't even been to a bowl game since 2008. I mean, you're wow. talking 2 and 10, 1 and 11, 0 and 12 in 2015, 0 and 9 in 2020, and now they're 5 and 0. Uh, Lance Leipold's won more games to start the season than Les Miles did in his two years as the head coach. Lance Leipold's won more games in two seasons than David Beatty did combined in his four years as the head coach at Kansas. Wow. It's really 
really cool to see. And oh, by the way, you want another wild thing? Yeah. Charlie Weiss was there for three years. Yes. Lance Leipold in two years has won as many games as he did in three years combined. Yeah, he didn't have Unreal. a good run there either, not at all. Yeah, great point, Scotty. Thanks for bringing it up, and we'll keep an eye on your Titans. All right, when we come back from the Tyrac.com studios, Arnie, a little bit more Twitter, but we've got to hit the post-game locker rooms. Some interesting stuff, including Mike Tomlin, on why he decided to go with Kenny Pickett. And is Kenny Pickett the starter going forward for the Steelers? Doesn't even matter. We'll talk about it next on Fox Sports Radio. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. Have you been thinking about LASIK but not sure if you're a candidate? Just go to LASIK.com slash quiz and take our free candidacy quiz. In just a few minutes, you'll know if LASIK is likely right for you. And if it is, we'll connect you with experienced LASIK doctors in your area. Start your journey towards 2020 vision. Take our free candidacy quiz at LASIK.com slash quiz. Yeah, LASIK.com. Easy to remember, so you know where to start. L-A-S-I-K, LASIK.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. couple of uh, extra tweets have popped in during the break. Uh, at ML Times writes, I know this. My Packers are overrated, which then came with a double shot from Emmett, who writes, one thing I know after week four is the Packers have taken a huge step down from last year. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. Relax. And the Patriots game should have been a blowout. Should have been a blowout. He's right about that. Not even looking at just the Patriots game. This offense hasn't been particularly good. Oh, that that interception. Did you see the one right before halftime by Rodgers? That was atrocious. I'm like, what the hell are you doing? Felt the same way. And then Dwayne writes, did Arnie drink any water with those crazy pills? What crazy pills? Can you bring up a point where I'm crazy or what? Well, I mean, this might involve trying to you know, pare it down a little bit, but uh, Dwayne, which crazy take are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, I need here? to know which crazy take you're you're bringing up. 
<laughs> All right, uh, let's hit the locker room a little bit. It's Arnie and Plank coming to you live tonight from the TireRack.com studios. If you missed uh, any of ours one and two, it's always available on not just iHeartRadio, where you can hear all the podcasts, search Fox Sports Radio Weekends, or however you consume podcasts. Also, uh, big thanks to Bo Benson, who's produced a hell of a show. We still talk to Matt Verderam, uh, even though he was working the the Chiefs on Sunday Night Football. Uh, Alex Tyshirt's been in running the show for us, and uh, great stuff from the editors behind the scenes. So let's get after it. Is there a quarterback controversy before we hear from the coach in Pittsburgh, Arnie? It seems as if there shouldn't be. It seems it should be Kenny Pickett's job, right? Right? Well, it looks like it's his job right now. Well, I think, yeah, I think it's uh, Trubisky was very upset, though, after the game. I know that it was what Mike Tomlin said when asked, is Kenny Pickett the starter going forward? I'm not going to talk extended as we sit here. We did what we needed to do to put ourselves in position to win this game and um, would do it again. Um, But I like to just keep it where we are in terms of what transpired here today. We'll deal with next week, next week. Okay. All right. Uh, Overall, then Coach Tomlin, now there's one and three on the season. How did Kenny Pickett do in his first appearance? I thought he did some good things. I thought, you know, there was some energy there. Um, we scored some touchdowns, but obviously um, we also turned the ball over. Three turnovers. And again, you said two of them was, wasn't his fault? No, two. Maybe, well, maybe well, one of them. It hit the receivers in the hands mm. and then um, got deflected and, and caught off the deflections twice. I think I maybe would, would one of those. I mean, the defender was in there too. Are you talking about the deep one? The one the down the middle one? of the field? Yeah, th- that one and the second one also was off a deflection. The third one was all his fault. Yeah, so he's he's made those mistakes, but he's a rookie, yeah, right? Course, and, and he's going to make those mistakes. So obviously that's something you're going to have to live with going forward if you're a, a Steelers fan. But here's what Pickett said about his picks today. I didn't put it high enough. You know, we, I cannot throw an interception there um, in that point of the game. Um, obviously we're moving the ball well, want to be aggressive, but at the same time, uh, the clock was our friend there, and I wanted to you know, possess the ball and, and not do that and give him good field position, so I can't uh, make that mistake. You mentioned, Arnie, in the things that you know. Obviously, it's unfortunate how things have gone for my guy, Baker Mayfield. Mm. But Matt Rule, did you think about, you know, maybe benching him? Ever uh, consider replacing Baker today? No, nah, I didn't, didn't think about that today. I was just, you know, kind of in the moment that I know it wasn't good enough, and I know that, you know, the numbers aren't what they need to be. I, you know, I know, I know we have the cap- the personnel on offense to make plays, and it's just, uh, it's just not coming together the way it needs to. Pretty simple answer right there. Love Baker to death. He's got to be better. Oh I mean, yeah, yeah. Period. There's never been for both of our Carolina Panther fans that are tuned in late with us tonight. <laughs> there's never been a more obvious statement made on national radio. Baker Mayfield has to be better, period. It's not an indictment of his time at Cleveland. It's just he's struggling. Defense is adjusting to him. Um, he had an injured wing last year. He's still working through that. And Carolina's offensive line is not good. But no no excuses. He's got to be better. Well, right. they had no running game either. I mean, they, they did zero in the running game. McCaffrey couldn't run to save his life. You know he's not 100%. I don't know if that guy's ever going to be 100% the rest of his NFL career the way he's banged up, Chris. It's, it's just a damn shame, you know? So one other note that we haven't really talked about because on the other sideline, we learned that J.J. Watt had a heart procedure yeah, that the... was done. I, I, have, I had not seen the tweet um i didn't know about it but apparently he went into afib on wednesday 
He had his heart shocked back into rhythm on Thursday, and he played today. Here's what the Cardinals head coach had to think for a moment. I was like, did they fire Cliff Kingsbury yet? Here's what the Cardinals head coach Cliff Kingsbury had to say about J.J. Watt playing even after his heart procedure. It shows you what type of person, competitor, I mean, human being he is. He's, he's special. And uh, we were all um, obviously worried when he wasn't around for a couple of days getting the tests run and handling that. But, you know, I think it was definitely inspiring for all of us and played at a really high level, and he just – continues to amaze, you know, the type of person and player he is. Cliff Kingsbury from I the hottest microphone in the history of post-game I, press conferences. I don't understand. You're praising a guy who had a heart procedure. Go ahead. As you just mentioned, they had to shock it to get back in the rhythm, and then he plays the next day. This coming on the heels, and he's a warrior, and he's great, and right. look at him and show you what kind of person he is. But when Tua comes back and do a game after a concussion, we got to protect Tua from Tua. Uh, I'm not understanding the way this is working, you know? We're hypocrites. That's what it is. We're hypocrites. And that's what it's always been. I mean, a no. heart procedure for crying out loud. That, that's about as serious as you had to shock your heart. And is there anything more serious than that? No, not at all. You're 100% Gosh. right. Not going to argue with you. Uh, it's the hypocrisy of football fans, right? Look at this warrior. Meanwhile, oh, concussions. I need to act outraged How could right a now. doctor and a coach say, oh, we had to shock your heart. Oh, but you're good to go, dude. Get out there. Let's. I know it was yesterday, but that was 24 hours ago. Let's go. Let's go. <laughs> shock right. your heart. When we come back, I've got more from the locker room, plus the call of the day, courtesy of Paul Allen and the Vikings Radio Network. But first, one final time, Steve DeSager in the house. Hello, gentlemen. You mentioned the Carolina home loss. Panthers offense, 11 drives, 11 first downs. Well, that's pretty good. Baker Mayfield, one touchdown pass and three turnovers. Arizona, 26-16 the final. Christian McCaffrey did have nine receptions, 81 yards, and a late TD. But the Cardinals, who trailed 10-3 at the half, Led 26-10 with five minutes to go. Kyler Murray, two touchdown passes, one TD run. Tonight, Kansas City went to 3-1 and one with its victory at Tampa Bay, 41-31. Chiefs led 21-3 in the second quarter. Patrick Mahomes, three touchdown passes, one interception. The Bucks as a team... Six carries, three yards rushing. Bravo. One touchdown. Two fumbles, if you include Tom Brady's. Brady was 39 of 52 passing for 385 yards. Three touchdowns, two to Mike Evans. But Kansas City next weekend plays a Monday night game against Las Vegas. In Vegas today, Raiders beat Denver 32-23. Josh Jacobs on 28 carries. Had 144 yards rushing and two scores. Had the Denver running game go, well, Javante Williams was carted off with a knee injury, feared to be serious, according to NFL Network. Melvin Gordon of Denver, three carries, eight yards, one fumble, returned for a touchdown late in the first half. The Denver offense, 11 drives, just 12 first downs. Russell Wilson, two TD passes, one TD run comeback win for Buffalo. Bills are 3-1 and one after winning at Baltimore 23-20. Lamar Jackson threw interceptions on the Ravens' last two drives including fourth and goal with about four minutes to go. Josh Allen 11 carries, 70 yards and a score in the win. The Bills were down 20-3 to late in the first half but kicked a short field goal on the final play to win. Next Sunday night, Baltimore hosts Cincinnati. Philadelphia is 4-0 after beating Jacksonville 29-21. 
As predicted, we had some wet weather, Baltimore and Philly. Quarterback Trevor Lawrence, five turnovers, sacked mm. four times. And here Jacksonville led 14 nothing after yes, the first quarter. But Miles Sanders, 134 yards rushing, two scores. Eagles at Arizona next week. Then Philly will host Dallas in a Sunday night game. Then the bye week for Philadelphia. The Jets with two touchdowns in the last eight minutes, one at Pittsburgh 24-20. Steelers had four turnovers. Rookie quarterback Kenny Pickett off the bench with three interceptions and two short TD runs. Next Sunday, Jets host Miami. Seattle won 48-45 at Detroit. Rashad Penny on 17 carries had 151 yards, two touchdowns. Geno Smith, 320 yards passing and two touchdowns. He was great again. Seattle never punted in the game. Wow. Atlanta man. over Cleveland, 23-20 with two field goals in the last eight minutes. Dallas was up 15-10 to start the fourth quarter and beat Washington 25-10. Cooper Rush, two TD passes next Sunday. Cowboys at the Rams on Fox TV. Tennessee won at Indy. It was 24-3 late in the first half, 24-17 the final. Derrick Henry, 114 yards rushing and a score. Jonathan Taylor for the Colts, 20 carries, 42 yards rushing, one fumble, and he left with an ankle injury. Giants beat Chicago 20-12. Saquon Barkley, 31 carries, 146 yards. Justin Fields in defeat, sacked six times. Next Sunday morning from London, Giants against Green Bay. And in late October, Jacksonville in London against Denver. We Did said, you see the stat about, uh, by the way, not to go Arnie on you here, Steve. <laughs> yeah. Go Arnie, go Arnie. Did you see the stat about this being the first matchup between teams with a winning record in London ever? No, no. no. We, the week five matchup between the Giants and the Packers will be the first game in London where both teams have a winning record. The Raiders and the Texans played in 2016 in Mexico City in week 11 when they both had a winning record. It's just the second international game where both teams <laughs> had a winning record entering the game. That's that's wild, that's right? Astounding. Nothing but our best. We for send our only overseas. our best. Exactly. <laughs> Chargers got three total touchdowns from Austin Eckler and won 34-24 at Houston. Chargers were up 27-7 at the half. Texans winless. They're at Jacksonville next Sunday. And the game in London this morning had Minnesota win 28-25 over New Orleans. Justin Jefferson, 10 receptions, 147 yards. Andy Dalton and the Saints came so close to overtime, just missed a 61-yard field goal attempt on the final play. It hit the upright and the crossbar. And Will Lutz, that kicker, had just hit a 60-yarder with about two minutes to go. 61? No. Alabama back to number one in the new college football polls, edging Georgia. Wisconsin fired head coach Paul Chris. Colorado fired coach Carl Durrell. The Miami Heat gave guard Tyler Hero a four-year extension. And you heard correctly earlier, the Phoenix Suns lost at home in their exhibition despite playing starters. They lost at home to the Adelaide 36ers tonight. 134 to 124. Chase Elliott took the NASCAR race at Talladega, his fifth victory of the year. Ryan Blaney finished second, and baseball's regular season ends this Wednesday afternoon. Albert Pujols in a Cardinal loss hit career homer number 702, the loss to Adam Wainwright. Did you see they took out not only when Mm. Wainwright came off the mound, the catcher and the first baseman came right. out at the same time as well with him, Pujols and Molina. In the Yankees' home loss, Aaron Judge went 0-3, three, three strikeouts, one walk. He had just one hit this weekend and five walks, still with 61 home runs. 
Philadelphia a winner while Milwaukee lost in 12 innings. Phils lead Milwaukee for the last in a wild card by two games with three to play. Padres lost at home, but the Padres clinched a wild card berth when the Brewers lost their game. San Diego will play on the road next weekend in the playoffs. Maybe in New York, because the Mets lost again tonight at Atlanta. 5-3 the final. Whoever wins this division is guaranteed the two-seed in a first-round bye next week. Oh, weekend. it's going to be the Braves. Stop whoever wins Mets this division. Mets are two games back after the sweep. And, uh, and they have the tiebreaker. That is correct. Atlanta yeah. has won the season series. Atlanta leads the National League in homers this year. They're up to victory number 100 after tonight. Braves bullpen this weekend, eight and two-thirds scoreless the last two nights, and their ERA as a bullpen last month was 1.70. They had a sellout tonight, their 42nd of the season in Atlanta, over 3 million fans for them. We do have injury updates as we head toward the playoffs, which do start Friday, by the way, for a lot of teams. Ozzie Albies, brave second baseman with a broken finger, still wearing a cast. And Mets all-star outfielder Starling Marte with a broken finger has yet to begin swinging or throwing. And Braves rookie of the year candidate, pitcher Spencer Strider, still has not thrown. He's getting treatment on a sore left oblique. Back to you. Steve, have a great week, buddy. Thanks, Steve. Awesome stuff as always tonight. It's Arnie and Plank on a Fox football Sunday as we come to you live tonight from the tire studios. All right. So Arnie's picks are going to wrap us up. Let's clear out the best of twitter.com. We're getting a lot of tweet, a lot of tweets. Today. Yeah. Yeah. Mike in Jacksonville writes, well, disappointed the Jags, even though Mike keeps tagging Aaron Torres, we don't even sound alike, no, but no, uh, by the way, Aaron called me last night and I felt bad. Uh, they, they were wanting me to come on and I was like, I can't do anything. I couldn't think last night, Arnie. I was numb. So I, I'm like, call me after oh, OU Texas. You did some hiding. I and see. then, and then we did, I mean, it's, I'm on the national, I'm on a national radio show tonight. So I wasn't really hiding. <laughs> um, uh, and, and we're always on Twitter. So, I mean, it's not like you're hiding, but I said, I'll come on next week after we win. I don't know if we're going to win, but I have faith. I have faith. Uh, but Mike in Jacksonville, tagging Aaron Torres on here. Mike, this is the only time I'm ever reading your tweet on this show. Right? Well, disappointed the Jags lost. They finished with a possession of Philly, uh, within a possession of Philly, after te- uh, Trevor Lawrence's five turnovers. Yeah. The interception was just a great defensive play. Those fumbles, though, have to go away. Yes, it was raining, but that's going to be a regular thing. I think the Jags are quote close. I would say that. I would say after four weeks, Arnie, I think the Jags are really close to getting where they need to be and, and having a cast around Trevor Lawrence. I like Every week they, they surprise me. I'm like, okay, you know, maybe uh, they're ready to turn the corner. I thought it was going to be last year, so I was uh, a year ahead of the time there. But, but again, they, you can't they say look you're, you're ahead of your time because one of your reasons was they have a Hall of Fame head coach. They've got Urban Meyer. So I don't really think you can pat yourself on the back for that. I meant because... Hall of Fame head coach in Peterson. Well. Right. <laughs> um, Colin asks a very interesting question. How close is John Harbaugh to being put on his hot seat? I would say never just because of what he's done in, in Baltimore. Now, if the bottom falls out and things get contentious between he and Lamar Jackson, then okay, maybe we'll have that conversation. But I don't. I don't think Harbaugh's Can, in danger of a hot, of a hot forget, seat. Involved. Well, if, if forget about the record. Is it the way they have the losses? You know, blowing a a three touchdown lead and a seventeen point lead that kind of stings more so than just the losses itself, or what? Probably. Yeah. Probably. I mean, I, I feel like John Harbaugh is a guy that's going to retire when he wants to. I mean, he's sixty. Um, he's been in Baltimore since two thousand and eight. I mean, he won a Super Bowl. Now, granted, it was a decade ago, but. Yeah, I mean, you're, you're still going to the playoffs. So I, I think 
unless they just have a mutiny and things fall apart there, I don't see him ever uh, getting let go. And Pete writes, to wrap it up, going to disagree, guys. After week four, I know this. Kenny Pickett is the next long-term quarterback for the Steelers. His stat line doesn't show how well he did. He had two rushing touchdowns where he took hits that looked, and he looked good in the pocket. INTs, not on him. Wide receivers must must catch the ball. There you go. Yeah, like I said, two of them were not his fault, but the two touchdowns were short touchdowns. Look, he looked good. I'd, I'd probably give him like a B minus, but throw the interceptions, and it's probably more like a C. Um, because there was three of them, and I, again, yeah. I know two aren't his fault, but it was a, it was a, it was okay uh, start there for him. All right, when we come back, it's time to put a bow on this bad boy with Arnie's picks. They're terrible, but one oh, time horrible. he was good. We'll get into it next here on Fox Sports Radio. Wow, listen to you. <laughs> oh, man, I love it when Ty shirts in. I know he doesn't because nobody no, wants I don't to work like this him. late on Sunday yeah. night. I don't I, like him. Love you, Arnie. Um, great job by Bo Benson. Bo's going to be stuck with us for a while now. And I don't like him either. Steve DeSager on updates. Great job. I certainly guys. don't like him. And and all the great editors. We'll wrap it up with uh, the call of the day. Um, not like it's going to be a new feature or anything, but I kind of dug Paul Allen's call of the missed field goal that won the game for the Vikings. That's coming up in a bit. But first, it's what do we always do last. It's time for the stinking genius to show why he is the stinking genius. Arnie speaks. Take it away, Arnie. Oh, it's, it's falling apart. I was 52 and 48 uh, coming into this week, and I went 9 and 11 out of my 20 picks. So I am now at 61 and 59. I'm, I'm two games over 500. That, that's pretty much losing money in the gambling world. And yep. my hot star. Trying to just, tell you. Would just dwindled away. I, I remember when I was like 20 games above 500. And now I'm I'm down to two, 61 and 59. It, it's very humbling. But give me a little music. Put me in the mood. We got 10 picks, a 10-pack bonanza. We start in college. Where I'm going to take UCLA plus the three and a half against Utah. I was hoping for a lot more, but UCLA playing at home, the three and a half, I'll take that one. Very weary of Utah, but I, too many points there. Would have loved to get like five or six, but I'll take the three and a half. Give me Washington State plus the 11 against USC going against our buddy Todd Furman in that one. I think that's too many points. I'll take BYU plus the three against Notre Dame. Again, thought I was going to get more than three, but I'll stick with BYU. Love Texas A&M. Plus the 24.5 against Alabama. Who knows if they don't even win the game. Maybe an upset special. Give me my Wildcats. Plus the 12 against Oregon, my friend. And I'll take NC State minus the three against Florida State. Over to the NFL. Love the Bills minus 14 against the Steelers. Um, they'll, They'll win this game by like four touchdowns, so it won't even be close. Give me my Miami Dolphins minus the three against the J-E-T-S, Jets, Jets, Jets. I I have to go ahead and go with the Dolphins in this one. No matter who the quarterback is going to be, does it make a difference whatsoever? A couple of other games I want to get to. I like a few of them, but... I got to tell you, Chris, it's a real tough week this week. I was going to stop at 10, but I think I'm going to stop at 8. So there you have my picks. Do them as you please. No longer strictly for entertainment Why? purposes only. What what game kind of made you panic and pull the plug? I was I was going to go with um, the Chicago game. Okay. Um, who's minus 7 in that one? I don't have the lines in front of me. 
Oh, you don't have the Vikings. Yeah, the Vikings were seven point favorites. I didn't want to lay the seven, so I stayed away from that one. And I can't remember the last game I had, but uh, well, if 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 you're smart, the the Raiders are a six and a half point dog to Kansas City. Kansas City averages beating the Raiders by about fifty six. Every time that they're in uh, Kansas City, so easy money would probably be the Chiefs in that game. Wow. Just saying. And by the way, I'm telling you right now, Philly minus five at Arizona, not too shabby. Not too shabby at all. All right. um, We only got two minutes, so I want you to hear this. This was the final call from early this morning. At least, you know, early for for football, that is. Early this morning, the Minnesota Vikings squaring off against the New Orleans Saints. Saints have a chance to try to tie the game and put it into overtime. Take it over, Paul Allen. Zach Woods snaps, and the punter, Gillikin holds. Snap spot. I love it. I love it. I love it. Double doink. Double doink. The Saints could go marching out. (laughs) They got about four double doinks and a Saints go marching out. You're right, Arnie. Listen, it's a great week. Enjoy it. Big Ben Maller is coming up next. Ty Shirt, you're awesome. Have a great week, man. Great stuff from Bo Benson. We appreciate Matt Verderam, Todd Furman, our buddy Steve DeSager on updates. And, of course, all the editors behind the scenes making it possible. Arnie, have a great week, man. You too, my friend. You too. Should be a fun one. Show never stops on Twitter. It's Stinking Genius One. I'm at Plank Show. Everybody go follow us at Fox Sports Radio. Big Ben Maller coming up next right here on a Fox Sports Sunday. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card. Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere 
even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.